This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Hey, life's a risk, carnal. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I do a great impression of a hot dog. Billy likes to drink soda. So am I to understand that you men completed your training on your own? That's the fact, Jack! Come on, seriously, who is that? I only came here to do two things, man. Kick some ass and drink some beer. Looks <laughs> like we're almost out of beer. What's up, watchers? What's going on? We're this back. Is, and we're back. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Lucky the Dork Dad. And with me, as always, is Little Joe. Yeah, we can go with that. Little Joe. The, dork, and, the dorkier dad. <laughs> and this is now Watch This. And we're back uh, from one week hiatus. <laughs> but uh, good for a good reason. Um, yeah. So... Uh, those I talked about it in the previous episode, but my son's graduating, uh, so he, that was this past weekend. Mm-hmm. So we did that and uh, had a little family get together for him. How'd and that go? Good, good. I mean, it rained, but um, you know, oh um, well. It's been like raining every day, man. Yeah, man. But uh, it's all good. Uh, we had everybody inside. Still had a good time. Uh, good food. Good times. And we'll see what my son wants to do next. So right now he's just he's just working and saving up. So that's good. We'll man. see. But uh my son's birthday is actually on the tenth coming up. And um and my brother in law, his uncle, his his birthday is on the ninth. So they can Hello. always kinda schedule or do something for their birthday together. Okay. And uh my brother in law actually did something nice. My uh, he uh he got tickets for himself and my son. To go to New York City, so oh, I know, big right? Time. I'm jealous. I would be too. I never been. Yeah, I've, I've never been either. I want to, I want to, but like for like the dorkiest reason or the nerdiest reason you can, um, I'll probably be the only one that would want to travel up that way to go to New Jersey to go to the Secret Stash. Um, I'm with you, <laughs> man. I'm with you. Full circle. Everything is, yeah. Everything always comes back. <laughs> Of course, secret stash from uh, uh, Kevin Smith's shop. Definitely. So, yeah, that's what my son's going to be doing. So, that's good, man. That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been They're busy opening with back that. up. Yeah, we've been busy with that. And, um, yeah, that's why we didn't record. So, I was kind of busy. What was that? And, and last weekend, too, was uh, speaking of birthdays, it was my birthday. Oh, yeah. 29. 20. Yeah. Well, actually, it, it, I'm going by 21 now. Um, <laughs> right. But I'm, legal. I'm, I'm still not getting carded, but I wasn't getting carded when I was actually 21 either. So You're legal now. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I can drink. <laughs> Finally opened that beer. Uh, but yeah, I had, a, I had a birthday last week, and it always falls on Memorial Day weekend. And But the thing about it was last Friday, I think I told you, you know, we were planning on recording, what, Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. My mom got sick, and, and on oh, Friday, man. I ended up having to leave work to go uh, visit her in the hospital. How's she doing, man? Or she's she's actually doing a hundred percent better. Like it, it it was um she did stay a little bit over a week in the hospital, and they did have to do some minor surgery. I guess anything with like a she had a, a hole in her lung, anything with that is is Whoa. is pretty major. But they didn't have to do the major major surgery, which was good news, and they were ever able to let her uh, go home this past Friday. So 
even like, you know, it was my birthday weekend and stuff like that. It was just, it, it wasn't, I wasn't, um, you celebrating. yeah, yeah, man. I was, I was uh, worried about my mom. Cause you know, as I've, I've talked about here, it's, uh, you know, even though we hadn't had, you know, me and my mom, we had a, we have a strong relationship. It's not, it's not the, the, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't talk to her, uh, too, too much. You know, I do spend a lot of time with her and, and stuff like that, but, um, we don't sit down and talk too, too much about, I guess we do, but not about like, you know, deep shit or whatever. Yeah. Um, we just have fun together, but, uh, um, I was scared, man. Like I, I don't want to lose my mom, you know, sure. not only that is, and like, like she's my kid's, uh, grandma, my wife's mom passed away this past year. So it wasn't something that like, you know, for them to lose both of their grandparents, their grandmas in one year, man, it would have been uh, devastating to them. And, you know, even for me, it was just like, like when I found out that she was going to have the, have the procedure done. And, and, um, she was just like, cause she was talking to me like, she's like, I don't feel too good. And, you know, and, and it was tough for her to talk. So, um, man, when I was rushing to the hospital, I was, I was like, come on, please, God, please. But, you know, thank everyone for all their prayers, everything like that. You know, my mom was able to, to make it through and, um, she's doing a hundred percent better. That's awesome. Yeah. When, when she was cheese main on, on Facebook and stuff the next day, I knew that she was okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, myself and I'm sure all the watchers out there wishing your mama, uh, a lot better. Yeah, so. man. So, yeah. And then, um, then um, my my oldest boy started uh, summer baseball, which usually takes up uh, a lot of our time. It's not as as bad right now because uh, all the tournaments have been here in San Antonio, and and there's stuff that we can drive to and back. And as I said before, you know he can drive himself, so um, it hasn't been that bad. I coach on the team, but um, you know with work and everything like that, I've had to uh, miss a couple of games, but he's yeah. been doing very well and the team's been doing very well. So more long days at work. Yeah, bro. It's coming. Yes, sir. Man. So does that, does that take up the whole summer or how long does that last? Uh, they play like every weekend. So it takes up it. Our schedule leads into, um, the end of June. Okay. So, Right around uh, July, he stops, and he does his summer camps and stuff like that. And at the same time, he's doing camps at East Central uh, for football and getting ready for baseball next well, year. So, I was just seeing if it was going to take up your whole summer. And you guys plan on doing anything this year? Going anywhere? I don't, well, we're going. <laughs> we plan our vacation schedule around for, baseball. For baseball, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to we're going to Dallas, I think, in in a couple of weeks. Um, so we'll have to see how we're going to record there. <laughs> My wife's going to be up there. Oh yeah. Um, we're going the 18th through the 20th. Um, I forget which date it might be that same week. Yeah. My daughter, uh, for the her dance studio, she's going to have, um, nationals up there. Uh, it's a little, uh, town outside or in that DFW area called mm-hmm. Cannondale, but, um, okay. Uh, she'll be up there. I'm not going this year because I'm taking uh, some time off in July for shutdown. Shutdown, yeah. I'm um, taking an extra week. Uh, we're going to try to hit California. Oh, hell yeah. Go see some family. So. You're just going to see El Pino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Right? And uh, 
and the painting of the Virgin Mary. Yeah. We're going to try to hit up Disneyland. Um, because right now it's still only open to California residents. Oh, really? But um, I think the fifteenth of this month is supposed to open up to everybody. So we're gonna try to see if we can go. I don't know yet. I know my my cousin was saying she does have a package to go, but um, that's in I think in Orlando. Yeah, Orlando's open. Yeah, Disney Disney World's open. Well, that's everybody. the thing too. Right, right now it's like I know everything's just opening back up, but it feels like it wasn't in waves. It just everything opened right the fuck back up. It's it's a little weird. It's like now, like people just like no mask, and it. I mean, it, we're not. It's not mandated anymore, but it just seems yeah. weird now. I don't know. You're still wearing at work, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, they still have us wearing at work. But like, but, you go to HEB or whatever. Like, yeah. People just. <laughs> um. All right. What are we talking about, man? What? Are, okay. Well, in? like, um, last week, you know, we were what listening we, what, what to we were watching. The, the week before last, I guess it was, uh, we were um, listening to or we were watching, actually, um, the Just Another Friday Night podcast yes, hosted by uh, AA and uh, CM Chuck over there. And they were talking about wrestling, and me and you got into it, and, and we're uh, talking about it with them. Uh, you know, uh, I like the way they run their podcast. They, they run their podcast on, on Friday nights, and they do it live, and again, you know. More guts than we have, <laughs> uh, man. But uh, you know they interact with their with their callers, and and I highly recommend it. if if you're not listening to us, um, well, even when you listen to us, after you listen to us, go listen to just another Friday night. They they run a good show, but um, they were talking about very, wrestling. They are very knowledgeable, uh, Adam especially. Oh yeah, man. As I asked Chuck, I said, "Who's your notes guy?" And he's like, this "Double A." <laughs> he has them in his head. <laughs> But, um, yeah, they were talking about wrestling and, and you know, uh, there was a lot of wrestling posts and, and you and I, uh, got, got on there and I was like, you know what? We need to do no holds barred, man. Yes, sir. The ultimate eighties movie. Yeah. Like eighties wrestling was, was freaking classic. Yes. Like, and there's a lot of things in here. I'll talk about that. That I love about eighties wrestling and maybe just Hulk Hogan in general, but. Oh yeah, they they run the mill of every wrestling '80s cliche that you can think of, <laughs> and uh, Hulk Hogan, man, like you know, he, he's a star by by this point. So, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it, it it was good, and you're not gonna see a lot of balding fucking stars out <laughs> for there, real, right? But you um, know, Hulk Hogan, you know, he's not he's not normal. What is uh What is your first memory, or or what is your you remember as your first love getting into wrestling. Into wrestling? Well, I've been told, and uh, I do remember, like, I, I think I talked about it one time. I have an uncle, or my mom's uncle, so he's old, old, that used to wrestle here in San Antonio. Mm. You know, they used to run shows downtown at uh, Hemisphere Arena, and um, I used to see him uh, wrestle my Theo Lau. And I was told that I, I would be a kid at the shows, because that's all, like, dude... My mom had eight sisters, chingote cousins. Dang. So we were always together, like big family yeah. deals and stuff. So, like, of course, you know, the adults get together, like, you know, Mexican adults do, and they drink and, <laughs> and do whatever. And all the kids are, are left, and the older cousins are in charge of the younger cousins, and everyone just uh, uh, take care of yourselves. 
Don't bother. <laughs> don't bother the adults unless they're calling you. Your drunk Theo is calling you Bless to him. get get him another beer, and then he gives you a dollar, and you're like, "Yes, Theo." Hey, hey any any other requests? Um, but uh, yeah, uh, you know. So my family was into wrestling. Um, then um, in the '80s, you know, I became a a WWF fan back back then. And Who um, Who yeah, all, all but all my cousins they were like they would shit on it and they'd be like. Uh, no, we because they watch the Dallas wrestling, which was world class championship wrestling. Yeah, or they'd watch um, on the Superstation on uh, TBS. They had uh, the ECW. Uh, no, World Championship Wrestling, which or NWA, which eventually became WCW. Uh. Yeah, so with uh, Ric Flair and them, but you know, in the eighties, like as a kid. You know, WWF was playing to you, man. You know, they had all the classic characters, everything. Shoot. That was that was the perfect time or like the ultimate time to be a wrestling fan, I think. Mm-hmm. Just so many memorable characters. I mean, you know, we talked about some when, um, on just another Friday night, but just, you know. Mm-hmm. And Hulk Hogan was at the top of the mountain, you know. Yeah. And, and he so became... So charismatic. Yeah, he became iconic, man. And, you know... I know there's people to shit on him now. You know, he's had some controversy and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, he's had some issues. But the in the 80s, it's like um, if you were talking about wrestling, you couldn't. There wasn't another wrestler you could talk about. There was no one bigger. Yeah, it, it was Hulk Hogan. I mean, there's some close seconds, but there was no one bigger than Hulk Hogan at the time. Yeah. And and, and I, I, I tell people it's like wrestling was described as, you know, what Hulk Hogan does. So. You know, it. I know, trust me, there's going to be historians that are like, it didn't start with this guy, but I know it didn't. But I'm saying wrestling as we know it, and, and in the 80s, it started with this guy. Yeah, just the whole, you know, the whole drama and story. Like, he, he really brought that. Like I said, he's really charismatic in the ring. Um, and you see the same things in this movie, which are awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and and the dude made a, made a career out of it, you know. Again, you know. Probably not going to win an Oscar, but no, he, this he, movie definitely not. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Hulk Hogan, like he he made a career out of it, making these you know dumb movies that, um, growing up as a kid we liked. Yes, sir. And I, I would think you know their their probably first taste of the, I guess show type deal or the Hollywood type deal is you know in the eighties they had that uh, Hulk Hogan rock and wrestling. I don't remember that. You don't remember? It, it no. was a cartoon, and that's how I got in. Got uh, is that what it was called? It. I thought it was just like the WWF stars. No, no, it was a. Uh, Hulk- I remember a cartoon. Yeah, it, it was had, like it was Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. It had like Hibbly Jim, yeah. Junkyard Dog, all uh, these characters. Yeah. Uh, Andre the Giant, um, you know, of course Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, everything like that, and um, you know, it it was. A, I'm, I'm not saying it was a great cartoon, but you know. If you're getting kids in in the 80s, you know, you had to have a Saturday morning cartoon. And then, you know, right after Saturday morning cartoons, it'd be about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, WWE superstars would come on. (laughs) And then I remember in the 80s, like them having like Saturday night's main event or or, uh, Friday night specials, stuff like that on Channel 4, which was uh, NBC back in the day. Yep. For me... I mean, I don't even remember how I got started into wrestling. It might have been through some friends. 
Because I remember seeing this movie at the theater. <laughs> uh, and I don't think I've seen it since. So it was a good, uh, oh, really? good thing to, to watch it again. But, I, it, um, it, it has been a while, yeah. But I do remember back in the day actually going to see Wrestling Live. I think it was my only one. But this this will tell you how old I am. So <laughs> uh, the last time I, I went to go see live wrestling was at... Freeman Coliseum. Yeah. It was before we had the AT&T Center. Um, <laughs> and I remember the main event was Ravishing Rick Rude against Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been that long. But like, um, in the 80s, it, you were either a Hulk Hogan kid or an Ultimate Warrior kid. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior Which came up. And uh, I don't know his story, but... um. I know there's rumors that he was poisoned or something, but Ultimate Warrior. Oh, when he passed? Yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. But uh, I don't know. Um, but wrestling, though, I want to say, at least Texas wrestling, uh, at least my aunts were fans. Because I always hear stories um, mm-hmm. of my aunt. I have a twin aunts. And um, my mom tells me all the time, my aunts, too, saying, oh, yeah, when you were little, um, that they used to take me to go see the Von Erics and this and that. And I don't remember. I was probably, you know, tiny. But uh, <laughs> uh, they always tell me, oh, yeah, uh, the twins used to go take you to go see the Von Erics and this and that. I was like, all right, whatever. Would, yeah, they, they would, re- again, they would wrestle at Hemisphere. Yeah. Back in the day. So I I, I, I totally buy that. Like, like I said, um, back in the day before events took everything kind of big and global, it used to be like you work certain territories and you only got on TV in that territory. So again, win, lose, whatever, you know, you can go to the next territory and still be as effective. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you know, when Vince took it over and you know, he gets Hulk Hogan on his, on with WWE and he has Andre the giant and starts getting like all the big names. So like the top guys of every territory, Brings them into one territory, and and that's when he really took over with with cable wrestling and everything like that. And um, you know, Hulk Hogan was his number one guy. I I don't know if he could have done as well without Hulk Hogan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, you know, and I I I totally believe that he brought some star power from being in the Rocky movie. Oh yeah, because uh, I was. I was looking that up. I was trying to figure out how long before. I think Rocky Three was in eighty three. Mm-hmm. I looked it up earlier, and this movie came out in nineteen eighty nine. So, yeah, the Hulk Hogan has definitely been around for a while uh, before this movie, but um, this was definitely the height of his career right here. Yeah, well, the the eighties part because in the nineties, dude got yeah. big all over again. But but yeah, in the eighties, man, it was like eat your prayers or <laughs> eat your vitamins, say your prayers. <laughs> Freaking Hulk Hogan, man. And um, did you have it? Uh, you, you said it had some of the matches. Did you get to see any of the matches that they had? Um, what do you mean? With uh, oh, him and actual Zeus and everything like that. No, I didn't. I didn't watch them. The the thing that I found funny, I I, I may have sent it to you. Is and they were doing some of those promos, 
And this is the height, the 80s wrestling. It's a, a steroid error. And they were doing a lot of fucking coke, man. Because <laughs> there's, there's no other way to explain some of these fucking uh, promos that these motherfuckers were doing. Uh, Macho Man looks zonked out of his mind half the time. You know, I don't know about Hulk, but but he was on. They were on some shit. Oh, I'm sure, man. In the '80s, I mean, I think everybody was doing coke when they. <laughs> but and and that was the thing. Like even too, there's not a lot of wrestling movies out there. You know, like, like we talked about it. Um, yeah, I was, I was about making to... the show kind of about wrestling movies, but it's hard because there's not a lot of wrestling movies out there. Like um, you talked about the uh, wrestling with my family. Yeah, uh, the page page, page yeah. story, which which was good. Um, I like then it. I think before that there was uh, the wrestler movie with uh, Mickey oh, Rourke. Yeah, Mickey Rourke, that was actually good too. And and that one's pretty good. Marissa Tomei is the best part about that uh, movie. Yes. If if you have not watched that, please yes, <laughs> go watch that. <laughs> She's so hot. In the nineties, there was a a documentary made uh, called Beyond the Mat, and Beyond the Mat was crazy. Like it, it went. To, it recorded in some meetings. Uh, it was there when um, Shawn Michaels screwed Bret Hart over or Vince McMahon screwed Bret Hart over, or as Vince will tell you. Uh, mm. Bret screwed Bret. So that, that documentary, Beyond the Mat, is pretty crazy because it shows a lot of the back, background stuff. And, you know, if you didn't know, no, back in the day, like, you, you thought that these guys fucking hated each other. And then so it was a trip to see... You know, after Mankind and The Rock have this match where fucking Rock hits him 10 times with a chair in the head, you know, you see them backstage talking about it afterwards and stuff yeah. like that. And um, But it, it was crazy because they were recording Mankind, but they were recording his wife and kids at the thing. And, man, they were going, like, they were they were crying because seeing your dad get hit by a fucking <laughs> steel chair uh, while he's handcuffed, you know, behind his back. Shit that they they never do now, but you know they did back in the day, and we thought it was great, man. But um, they're beyond that. I don't remember too many wrestling movies in the eighties, at least. Yeah, did you have you caught that uh, Young Rock show? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. Um, it does show you that like all the wrestlers, or at least according to that show, right? Yeah, but the wrestlers were pretty much all friends, um, hung out together and stuff. I remember in <laughs> in the nineties they had or in the eighties, right? Uh, remember Hillbilly Jim? Yeah. And you remember the Iron Sheik? Yes. These guys were wrestling against each other from town to town. And so they traveled together. And it became a big fucking deal because they got pulled over together, I think driving drunk or something <laughs> like that. And so they they had their shots uh pictures of them taken together, getting arrested. And people were like, what? I didn't think, I thought they weren't friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, they got arrested finding yeah, each other. Fucking. Um, but uh, there's a, a manager, Jim Cornette. Um, you remember him back in the day? He carried around his fucking tennis racket, stuff like that. Mm. He would talk about, like, you know, he actually carried a pistol because some of these fucking people took it too seriously, like, you know, because he was an asshole uh, fucking heel. And, you know, he was getting death threats and shit like that. Oh, the fans. Yeah, the fans. The fans, yeah. Yeah. You know, we know, we can all say, okay, it's it's not real. But yeah. back in the day, I mean, people were, people took it real serious. And I, I would bet, too, like, if you're in a small town 
or, or something like that. And, and I mean, just like us here in San Antonio back in the day, so um, when they would run shows in the town, it's, it's a big deal, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's a big deal to go out and, and stuff like that. And that's why with these guys, you know, I have the utmost respect for what they do because they would go from town to town and they, they're going to start doing it again, but, and just get their asses whipped for some shit that's not even on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's another reason why I think it was so big because it's, you know, pre-internet, you know, mm-hmm. um, you just watch this on TV and then when they come to your town, it's like, man, this is like the biggest thing ever. Yeah. Um, another movie just came to me. Um, I think you said you didn't see it, but uh, it's not technically about wrestling, but uh, kind of is. Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, yeah, yeah. You told me that one. I have not. That but is- I, I need to look at it. That is an awesome movie. I know people aren't hip on Shia LaBeouf lately, but um, Shia LaBeouf is a really great actor, in, yeah. my, in my opinion. I like those actors that, that you know, take take it seriously, or what they call them, method actors, stuff like that. Yeah, he's... I like him. I mean, I don't know. But uh, that movie is really great. Do um, you remember, um, maybe it was like 1998, uh, they had that Ready to Rumble movie? With David Arquette. Oh, Remember yeah. that movie? Yeah, that yeah, movie yeah, was yeah. fucking funny. Yeah, that's one of those. That's one of those <laughs> movies. Yeah. Like Malibu's Most Wanted and stuff like that. <laughs> but, um, man, talking about Hulk Hogan, but he came in, came out in this movie, and I know they tried to make him an actor, but he's just, I remember movies like Suburban Commando. Yeah. Uh, Thunder in Paradise. Like, all these yeah. cheesy movies. Like. Uh, it was in uh, Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain. He was, was the bad, he? yeah, he was the bad guy in that. Not not the original Three Ninjas. Uh, one of the sequels. Um, what else was he in? Yeah, I'm trying to look. All all kinds of cheesy shit in, yeah. in the '80s. Um, but this one, I remember. I remember liking. Again, I'm I'm sure there's a there's a couple of other ones uh, that he made there in the '80s that I that I. Uh, that I watched and I'm sure I liked because I, again, I was a big Hulk Hogan fan back in the day. Yeah. And like I said, Thunder Lips is always memorable. <laughs> and I don't know how tall Sylvester Stallone is, but I, one thing I remember from Rocky three is like Hulk Hogan looked freaking huge. Now, yeah. I don't know how tall he is either, but um, no Hulk Hogan is he, that, that's what uh, a lot of people don't, Seem to forget about like him. On TV, you don't, you don't realize how big these people are. Well, because like, and and two, um, his probably one of the biggest matches in the eighties uh, was nineteen eighty three, eighty four, when he um, was against Andre the Giant. Right. And WrestleMania uh, three. I mean, Andre is gonna tower over fucking anybody. You know right. what I mean? Um, so Hulk Hogan looked so small compared to him um, at the time, but. You you put Hulk Hogan against like some of the other big men, and and he measures up, man. He was a six, he was six nine, and you know he gets criticized for not having you know a, a great move set or or something like that. He's real uh, vanilla, but you know he he did his he did his thing, you know. Yeah. E- even b- before he got real real big, like dude used to work his ass off uh, to use a wrestling term. Yeah, I mean everybody has to have their iconic move and there's nothing more iconic than that leg drop i'm dude i mean there, there's people that might argue against it but when 
they make whatever, you know, we always talk about, you know, who's your Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. Like he's got to be on, on most people's yeah. list. Cause like him or not. Yeah. W- without him, you know, we don't have, we don't probably have uh wrestling as we know it today. And, I, yeah. He had some of the best, the best uh, stories in the eighties wrestling wise, you know, him versus Andre the Giant, him versus Macho Man. Um, you know, even they got some play out of this. Him yeah. versus Sergeant Slaughter, you know, it, it was always good. I always like uh when when people went up against Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov, it's like cuz it was like always like oh they're the foreigners, they're the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry, USA. Yeah. USA. That was one thing Hulk Hogan could really uh pump up the crowd, man. Well, you and know, he does this whole, you know, yeah. ear, his, his hand, of the, hand yeah. of the ear thing. It's like, <laughs> uh, and that was the thing back in the day is uh, they had to close. If they didn't close the fucking shows that way, you know, um, live, you know, fucking people were right. I listened to this podcast uh, by Bruce Pritchard, who uh, was Brother Love back in the day. Oh, okay. And um, he talks about, he's like, Hogan must pose, man. He, he got to get the pose in there. They say I don't I don't watch wrestling now, so I don't know if it's still like that. No, but dude. He, if he, it just comes off cheesy now when people try to be like that, well, there's nobody that's necessarily like that um, right now. But uh, he came out at at uh, WrestleMania this past year, and he was getting booed, man. Really? Yeah. Um, he had uh, he let some n bombs fly and. Really? And and kind of went off about it. And then, and I want to say he got recorded or something like that. But, yeah. Well, not it, at WrestleMania. No, 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 no. Uh, otherwise, and, you know, you know, today's culture ain't having that shit. So. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Different times. I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah. He, I'm not saying. I'm not saying what he did was bad but or good, but I'm just saying. Um, yeah. What's the thing? It's like. I mean, fucking you, don't even. You gotta know now. Yeah, don't like, even talk like that. Like, I mean, me, I, I, I fucking hate it when I hear little Mexican kids fucking saying it now, because um, they say it like after every word and stuff like that. My fucking kids don't, but you know, I, I hear yeah. kids talk. It's like it's natural. It's like, it's like bro. It's like saying bro. Yeah. No, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, kids nowadays, whatever. Uh, let's start this movie. Yeah, man, let's get into it's it. It's not as long as uh, some of our other movies we did, but <laughs> oh, I'm sure we could stretch it out. But uh, I I couldn't find this on digital anywhere because you know we like to watch the the movie as we're talking about it. Yeah, so it's not on digital anywhere. I had to get the Blu-ray. Lucky went out a, and spent money for you people, <laughs> which is uh, cool. It's on Blu-ray. Um, I guess WWE re-released it. Oh, they're still making their money off of it, bro. Yeah, man. Because uh, <laughs> it was streaming for a little while um, on a few of the apps. And I know I watched it maybe a year or two ago uh, streaming. And then when we talked about it, went looking for it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. But uh, I, when I first put was playing the uh, the movie, uh, there were some trailers that came on, you know, WWE presents or whatever <laughs> Vince McMahon production. Um, <laughs> WWE makes a lot of movies. And yeah, they are like super cheesy, dude. And they, I guess they have to make something right because they're. I guess I guess the fans 
watch them. I don't know who watches these movies because I never hear anything about these movies. But I think I've watched like one, and they uh, called the Marine. Yeah, John and they've Cena, right? yeah, and they've made like fucking four or five of these movies already. But and I, I haven't taken a look at them, and that's that's bad on me. But you know, they're gonna get me to watch that. But yeah. Probably do a whole tra- uh, show just looking at trailers for all these crazy movies. They're, they're bizarre. Well, and that was the the thing too is like I had the WWE app. I got it when it first came out. Like uh, back in the day, um, when my wife and I first started dating, uh, she has younger brothers, and they were into uh, the wrestling in the late nineties and stuff. And so you know, every every Sunday I'd go over. Um, when they had a pay-per-view and her mom would buy the pay-per-views for us, you know, and, um, that's, you know, back in the day we used to have to fork, fork over like, you know, 50 something bucks, 60 bucks for a damn pay-per-view. And, um, we'd go over there and check it out and I'd watch it with her brothers and we're all fucking stone Cold fans, stuff like that. And then even this, they, they did pay-per-views off of this. Yeah. So I, I know the movie came out, but. Um, you know, they did, uh, they ended up taking from the movie and, uh, making their own shit. I love it. Uh, I think in the movie, I think it is WWF. I think they say, um, that Hogan's character rip. And I don't think there's the last name. He just goes by rip. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, is a champion. Uh, got mean Gene Okerlund rest in peace. Yeah, man. He he was another thing. When you think of uh, WWF, you think of Mean Gene. Yeah, so you think wrestling in general in the in the eighties and and even the nineties, Mean Gene was the guy. You yeah, know? man. Now, um, and you know, we can talk about it now, or we can talk about it in uh, what would you have done differently, or what would we have changed? Um, why didn't they just use Hulk Hogan? You know what I mean? Why did it have to be somebody else? <laughs> Another character, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. They're, well, like, they're making a movie. Yeah, and, and, and the talking about it, it was like, uh, well, it was, it's because of this and stuff like that. We're being honest. They wanted to sell fucking blue and white fucking Hulk Hogan shit. You know what I mean? This is the, this is the stuff I love. Classic Hulk Hogan. I mean, I don't know who did this before Hulk Hogan, but I always remember him doing this. Yeah. You know, they'd have him the some kind of, they'd have him some kind of hold, right? And, you know, they lift their arm and it drops. They lift their arm again and then he holds it up and starts shaking and it's like, he get, just gets all this energy all of a yeah. sudden. I love it. And I, I like it because, and then they would like punch him in the face and he'd be like, yeah, he'd be like, no. <laughs> That's one thing watching this movie. I think this movie has the most like grunts and growls and, <laughs> Than any other movie. <laughs> Dude, when we get to the scene, I'll talk about it too. But there's a, he's a, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, fuck. I thought I was watching a porno. That's why I said this. It has the most grunts and growls and screams and yells. Now, do you recognize this dude that he's I don't know uh, fighting did, against? I was going to ask you if there was any other wrestlers in here. I don't recognize this guy. Yeah, um, this guy, his name's uh, Bill Eady, I believe. And uh, Bill Eady was one half of the demolition. So he had oh. the uh, axe and smash, and, and he was one half of the demolition there, um, which is which is pretty cool. He's got some See makeup here, outside but... of his paint. <laughs> <laughs> No, there, there, dude. Jesse the body. There's a uh, Cleopatra. 
there's people yeah. out there that look for a lot of the stuff used in this movie, the the movie props, shit like that, mm-hmm. and pay a pretty fucking penny for this shit. I thought I saw there's like a show now. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I where, haven't taken a look at it, but yeah. Where they're like going about. around trying to find original uh, stuff. The treasures, they call it, right? Yeah. And I guess back in the day, they would just like throw it away or I don't know what they do with the stuff. And now they're like looking for it. Uh, and um, there's there's people that are belt collectors. Like they want to they want to collect a, a certain type of uh, uh, belt from wrestling. And that white belt that he has, um, I want to say that the dude that does the uh, the something to wrestle with podcast um He's, they call him the fucking pod father because he has all these wrestling podcasts. <laughs> um, he has that belt or he's looking for it. That one right there, the white one. But it's badass, right? Like, like I, I guess if, if you were into it and you had the money, I'd fucking, I'd want to have something like that as a prop yeah. or, you know, hanging I, up in my house. I think people probably can make customs now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hear those custom belts are expensive too. Yeah, because they, they make them, you know, legit, but. And and two like uh, Hulk Hogan like and at the end of this match whatever you know he's doing the the sign that never took off it's his like rip. why didn't he just fucking do his Hulk Hogan poses God damn it I know and like you said it it seems weird seeing him in blue and white yeah it's like just go with the red and yellow man yeah now this guy um, Kurt Fuller his name is Braille Braille, Braille yeah in the movie this is like. One of the most 80s uh, ideas for a movie. It's like he's leading this television network and this whole thing, he tries to work up to get higher ratings. It's like, yeah, (laughs) but that's the, that's his purpose. This whole, this dude. And he's like, you know, classic fucking, uh, I guess, um, boss in the 80s. Like, you know, he's always in this similar kind of character. He's always in a suit. Yeah. He's but done it, some he's done some good stuff though. Yeah. Um when when you look at this movie besides the people that are wrestlers, you think about like who would be the bigger stars and of course he's the lead. Um but him and uh the girl that comes up, Joan Severance. Oh man. Yeah. They they have to be two of the biggest stars. And um so they said like he was into it, man. Um where I remember him from uh, he, he's done a lot of movies, but what I remember him from was remember uh, Wings. He was on Wings World. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like I'm your friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I love you, man. But yeah, I, I just thought this was so eighties. It's like his purpose of this movie is just to get higher ratings. He'll go through any length. It has the whole boardroom watching. Um, Watching Hulk Hogan fight and saying, "Oh, we need him. We need this. Is what we need." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they'll they'll tell you like uh, people will tell you too, um, loosely based on on Vince McMahon. Uh, I guess no. Yeah, they, that's what they say. Well, I heard. Um, just trying to look up on this movie that um, that when they were um, hit up for this movie. That uh, the first draft, Hulk Hogan and McMahon did not like it, and oh, supposedly yeah. that they that they went and they re rewrote the movie. 
Did, did he tell you how did did he did he get into how he uh, came up with the finish? No. So again, uh, when when they do these wrestling matches, you know, there's there's sections of the match you got to do, and you know how you how you starting off, how you kicking off, and um, you know the comeback, the heat, stuff like that. But they talk about they always talk about the finish, and and so they talk about the movie. They're like, we don't know how we're gonna fucking finish it, you know? Like, <laughs> what, what's the end game here? And um, so. I what from what I believe that story is true and um, what you said, uh, Vince and and Hulk fucking locked themselves in a hotel for two or three days and and oh, wrote yeah. it. I think I said here seventy two hours. Yeah, I'm sure there's <laughs> a lot of coffee and probably coke in that in that meeting. Um, but uh, Hulk said that he had to go take a shit, <laughs> and he goes as he as he was taking a shit, he was so they were so tired after watching the movie that he fell asleep and he drank the shit. <laughs> he dreamt the ending uh, while he was while he was taking the shit and fucking and that's what they used su- supposedly. Nice. So, yeah. Now they uh in the the show I listened to they say, you know how ac- how accurate is his wardrobe right here? And it's like so we fucking Hulk Hogan dressed in the eighties. <laughs> that was one thing I was gonna bring up. It's like I can see okay if you're wrestling or whatever you're coming out. You know, you wear all spandex, a do-rag. It's like, who dresses like this in their normal every day? I guess he did back in the day. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's what, again, that's what they said. And all this shit is uh, custom made because you're not buying that at fucking at JCPenney. No. <laughs> this deep V-cut, no sleeve. But, but I would think, like, you know, if, if, you know, as big as he is, you know, the fucking, you know, very famous for the 24-inch pythons. He's not buying a regular fucking shirt like us. You know I what I mean? I guess you're right. He's got to get custom fucking... There's a reason all his shirts tore big off. and tall uh, stores back then. <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, at this time, you know, he, he, he's a pretty big star. You know, he's done all the... He, this is post, you know, some of his most classic <laughs> matches in um, WWF. And... It's a little bit, you know, two or three years after this movie is when he does actually leave WWF. I think this was probably, this, or it is, right? The first wrestling movie, like from uh, McMahon? Yeah. Because uh, McMahon produced it uh, along with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um, they they fitted the bill for it. And I want to say um, it's it was about a $6 million budget. And, um, you know, that first I, weekend I they only I made... Yeah, that first weekend they only made four million, but they ended up grossing a total of uh, sixteen, and and I'm sure it's gone gone farther than that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sad. Well, you know, 1989. Yeah, sixteen million. Maybe that was pretty good. I don't know. And that was the thing too, though, is the for for us. Well. I just talk See, about me. It's a classic movie, right? Like, yeah. like I don't remember. You know, people talk to, talk shit about it and and everything like that. But I don't remember it. You know, being a bad movie. I remember when it first came out, everybody was hyped. Right? Yeah, because I think this was probably everybody's first introduction to uh, Tiny Zeus Lister, and it's like, whoa, who's this dude? And he looks badass, Zeus. And it's like, I know I was hyped. Yeah, and. And the thing was, too, is Hulk Hogan was the biggest thing in wrestling at the time, you know. Um, so 
you know, when I, I remember seeing the trailers and they're like, Hulk Hogan finally met his match. And that was the thing too, <laughs> yeah. in the trailers, they called him Hulk Hogan. Yeah, because um, they were, I think, um, you know, they were, McMahon was trying to really set something up to have um, this lead into WWF and have real, yeah. real matches with, with Zeus, but uh, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, and they, they did get some out of it, but, you know, going from a movie and, and this dude, uh, Tiny Zeus Lister, he, he was an actor, man. He wasn't a wrestler. And, you know, it's a big difference, you know. In, in the movie, he's wearing lifts in his shoes. When you're out there <laughs> in wrestling, it, it's hard, you know. Now, we had um, Braille bring in uh, Hulk Hogan or Rip, <laughs> telling him, hey, come, in, come over to my network. And Hogan's not having it. He's like, nah, I'm good. He's like, I'll give you a blank check. And he's like, I don't want it. Yeah, and there, there was always that was always the uh, and there was more growls and grunts at him. <laughs> the the classic the oh the the thing was like he he gives him the check right and he takes it from him, and then he fucking you know when he uh, gets pissed off he shoves it down his throat and he's like I'm not gonna be here when this check clears so <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna be there uh, when he shits out the check. Uh, that, that was fucking funny, man. Um, and and then, then this is. Probably the scene that most people fucking remember <laughs> from this movie. But again, this is totally 80s. Like, I don't understand. He didn't want to sign the contract, so he has his guys. What, what are they going to do? Beat him up? I don't I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, this is the, the least that they're doing right now because later on, this dude fucking tries to have this chick raped. For, oh, I know, right? Like a better term. So, again. We'll get to that, but. You know, yeah. what were they going to, they're going to kill Hulk? It's like there's 10 dudes jumped him. I mean, I don't know what they were going to get out of this. To try to convince him. Well, one of the good, one of the funny parts too is, uh, I don't know about you, but I don't, I'm pretty sure it doesn't work that way. Like if you're stuck in the back of a limousine, kicking the door, if it moves the car. <laughs> <laughs> and that whole scene where he looks up at the moonroof and he just like jumps Straight up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan must have a hard head. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you're right. This is probably one of the most memorable lines. This is all the grunting and groaning, like I said. There's no lines here. He's just... <laughs> and I remember it coming out and... Um, and them promoting it for the pay-per-view or pro- promoting it on pay-per-view. And I remember it, them selling it around Christmas time. And it would be, uh, why have a Merry Christmas when you can have a no-holds-barred Christmas? <laughs> uh, you, want to, you want to talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> and again, uh, th- this is so, when, whenever anyone talks about this movie or anything like that, they're like, um, the dookie scene, right? <laughs> uh yeah, the driver of the limo that took him away to get ambushed, if you will, shit his pants. So, <laughs> you know who Richard Belzer is? Uh, sounds familiar. He's a he's an actor. Um, he used to have a show back in the eighties. He used to be kind of a comedian back in the eighties, and then you know, nineties uh, he was on like Law and Order or something like that. Okay. Um. Anyways. He kind of looks like that guy. Now, a couple of years before this movie, you know, Hulk Hogan's promoting wrestling and he's on Richard Belzer's show 
And uh, Richard Belzer, you know, tells him, you know, like, like, wrestling's fake, right? Like, you know, you can't really put me to sleep. And Hulk Hogan's like, oh, I can put you to sleep. <laughs> and the thing was, you know, so he let Hulk Hogan, you know, put the sleeper hold on him. And when Hulk Hogan put the sleeper hold on him and fucking let him go, he, on live TV, man, he fucking, or I don't know if it was live, but it's recorded. He fell and he banged his head pretty hard and lawsuits came out of it and stuff like that. And, and there was some, so there was some beef with Hulk, with Hulk Hogan. Wow. And so they said, like, they had to have purposely made that cab driver fucking Looked look like, like him. him, right? And they say no, but, you know, that's what I think. And this is where she comes in. Okay, so, you know, um, <laughs> Braille couldn't get, get to him through his goons and with his money, so he's going to have a, a woman do it. A spy. She comes in as, a, I guess, a promoter. She's like, oh, we need to do merchandising and all this and that. But what was her name again? Samantha. Samantha. And that was, that, that was the thing that was a little uneasy for me as a kid. I was like, uh, you know, I'm not used to Hulk Hogan being this fucking, you know, chasing after the poon and shit like that. You know, that's not part of uh, say your prayers, eat but your vitamins. As far as 80s goes, oh, she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, you know, early 90s or, you know, in the 90s for us kids, you know, we got to see her on uh, Red Shoe Diaries, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> she started doing fucking uh, Showtime movies. Oh, so uh, what does she uh, offer to take him out or, you know, he makes her take him out to dinner. And of course, you know, she thinks, you know, he's some fucking wrestling brew. You know, he, he's not sophisticated at oh, all. Oh, yeah. They go but, like a French restaurant. Yeah. And this guy's being an asshole to him, right? Like fucking. The waiter. The yeah. fuck. And it, it's not like he's dressed like a schmuck, you know, what the hell? He actually put on real pants. Yeah, you know? no spandex. No spandex. And you oh. know, he, this all white suit, he had to have that custom made, bro. <laughs> Open shirt, though, showing all the taco meat. Well, he don't have taco meat, but. No. <laughs> gotta you got to shave it chest. to show off the pecs, bro. <laughs> but that was, again, growing up about Hulk Hogan, he was about everything good. Remember? You know. Uh, you know wholesome. Yeah, he was all good, wholesome. You know, um, I remember one of the big things was when he went against Andre the Giant and fucking Andre the Giant fucking took his chain off of him and tore his cross. And it was, that was a big deal. It was like, oh, fuck, man. He fucking, he broke his cross, everything like that. It, it, it was uh, a big deal. And, um, you know, because that was one of the big things about fucking, you know, Hogan at the time. It was all about the chains back in the, back in the day. But uh, he he was our guy, right? Like you know, every every kid until like the Ultimate Warrior came, and then fucking people were like, "I like the Ultimate Warrior." And I was like, "Fuck y'all!" <laughs> yeah. I used to like Ultimate Warrior. He he brought something different, man. He was he was definitely on coke. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, bro, you don't run to the ring like that, you know? For real, on fucking when you're normal. I used to love that though. He just run and slide under the bottom rope. But the the thing about it, like Hogan, Hogan for for you know, lack of a better term, he could wrestle. Like you know, he can he can he had a he had a move set. He can work with the crowd stuff like that. 
fucking warrior, he didn't have any of that shit. Like he, he was just a strong fucking, he looked like a fucking beast and, and he'd do that one fucking military press and the shoulder block and that was it. <laughs> and, and the thing about wrestling is like, you're going to develop a move. You want to develop a move that, you know, while it looks like it fucking hurts, it, it really doesn't. But you know, that warrior did that military press. How does that not fucking hurt? Mm. You know what I mean? How do you not get help, help straight up in the air and dropped and that not fucking hurt? Fuck that. So we got Braille trying to find some kind of gimmick or something to compete with uh, Rip on the other network. Yeah, because, you know, Rip Rip already fucking... Turned him down. Turned him beat down. Beat up all his goons. <laughs> Which I still I don't know how you get away with that, but whatever. <laughs> and they go to this fucking bar and, and again, hey... I'm sure there was there was places like this, but it's fucking crazy. Uh, this is a crazy bar. When I first saw it, I was like, "What the hell?" It's like down in the basement somewhere. You got these guys in the ring just going at it. You got some guy tattooing right in, <laughs> in, the, in the corner. Corner. It's like, what kind of place is this? I like when the <laughs> bro comes in with his his two his two guys, yeah, all in suits in this crazy place. And uh, the waitress comes up all, oh, I think you guys are looking for the gay bar. The gay bar is across the street. <laughs> yeah, he has to have his two uh, stooges with him, right? And and, and um, later on, when Vince McMahon made himself the uh, the head character or, you know, the Vince McMahon character uh, that he would come, off, come out as, he'd have two stooges with his ass as well. And this is fucking funny. Okay, like, uh, this dude behind him... Um, He's a wrestler. He never wrestled uh, in WWE, but he wrestled in Japan, and he was a friend of Hogan's uh, uh, <laughs> named Stu Hansen, this guy in the back. But how does how, how do you, you're going to a tough guy place? I know it's the 80s, but you have a short cut-off shirt. <laughs> you have a bowl uh, haircut. A bowl haircut, but you have, and then you have your sweats fucking rolled uh. up and, and fucking all high water. Uh. Like, again... What kind of badass are you? Uh, <laughs> I also like to. They sit him down at this table, and above the table, there's a cage with a little person in there, <laughs> and he's just like throwing peanuts at him. <laughs> that outfit's awesome, though. Look at that. <laughs> They're like, "Where's the referee?" And he's like, "He's at the bar getting beer." <laughs> <laughs> but again, it 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 hits those uh, classic '80s tropes, right? Like. The corporate people, you know, uh, of course, they go into a place where, you know, they're, they're uncomfortable and it's everything that could be wrong there yeah. is fucking fish out of water. Yeah. And, you know, if, if Vince McMahon and fucking Hulk Hogan wrote this shit, I mean, they didn't do a bad job. You know, it, 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 it makes fits. me wonder if there was actually places like that. There has to be. <laughs> or there had to be. Under, I'm sure there's underground sons. fight clubs. Yeah, but um, from what I heard, it's like the first rule about it is that you don't talk about it. So, <laughs> so we don't know. <laughs> All I know is I want to go back to this bar. She brings three beers and she says, okay, that's six bucks. I was like, damn. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're lucky to pay six bucks at a bar for one beer. Oh, but it looks like that's fucking Schlitz. That's uh, Natty Lights <laughs> or some shit, bro. Some shit like you bought in, in college that... When you didn't have fucking money. 
Yeah, so bro's getting off on these guys fighting. He tells her all about the money, and he tells old uh, old uh, <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott with his crop top <laughs> shirt, and he says, "Hey, uh, I'll give you this money if you finish off that guy." Oh no, it's uh, you know, he was gonna go pay for the beers, right? And, oh uh, yeah, and uh, they were like, "Do you accept? Do you accept cash, or do you accept check?" And she's like, "Only cash, and and if you don't have cash, you got to deal with my brother." And he fucking pulls out the hundred. He's like, "Tell him he could keep the change if he." Kids that guy out of the ring. Now, this is crazy, dude. He pokes a hole in the keg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've all been there, right? Sure. (laughs) These guys are disgusted by this place. And uh, old bro's like, this is awesome. I love it. And and you know what the thing is? It's like, okay, this movie came out in 89. um, 98? 99? The WWE ran a thing called the Brawl for All, where they had fucking people fight for real, and uh, for a tournament, kind of just like this shit is. I was trying to remember. Um, I don't want to jump ahead, but I, the final match, or Bro's new show, is in an octagon, and I was trying mm-hmm. to remember which came first because I know. Um, UFC's been around for a while, but I looked it up. It was like uh, 93, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that was after this. I was, I don't know if the, whose idea was the Octagon before this. Because I do you remember like, uh, there was also the Tough Man competition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I think the, that was more boxing. Shows, but that was later 90s too, though. That's kind of like when, when MMA and UFC and, and uh, uh, Ultimate Fighting became kind of big. Yeah, I remember the early years of Ultimate Fight, and it was there was no weight classes. It was just like whoever versus whoever. Yeah, <laughs> I remember they they would come to town yeah. and want people to try out, right? Like, yeah, are, are you a tough man? No. It was kind of like this. <laughs> uh, I want to wait till it comes up, but the name of this this show that bro comes up with is is what was it called? Who wrote this? <laughs> uh, uh. Fucking cocaine wrote this, man. But uh, and then. The thing was, too, is, like, uh, it's a $100,000 prize, right? Yeah. And when they did the Brawl for All in the WWF or WWE, it was a $100,000 prize. So I'm I'm sure they took some shit from this because, like I said, uh, Vince used to come out as his character, and it was a Braille-type character, and um, he had two Stooges that fucking, that were always with him. Like I said, I was going to wait, but it's, it's such an 80s kind of name for a show so bro has this idea uh, um, about getting uh, starting his own fighting competition and he calls it the battle of the tough guys yeah. <laughs> uh, if that's not awesome an awesome name I don't know what it is man and it was like like we were talking about too it's uh um in the 80s they had these shows right like you know um, where I know, I know they still do, but like where people can go and compete, they had, uh, American gladiators Yeah, that we were talking about, remember? Uh, so yeah, I mean, and I was into that shit, you know, I, I watched American gladiator a lot. I mean, I don't know what else, um, comes close to that now. Maybe like American Ninja warrior, but you're not really, you're not going, in going competition up. with people, yeah. right? Not, not against like, gladiator I guess like, you know. Yeah, actual contact shit like that. 
But man, American Gladiators, he's, that was a badass show. Yeah, we may was. have to watch that one day. I think you were talking about earlier Nitro. I think it was Nitro. Um, Nitro. Yeah, one of the guys, right? One of the guys. Um, it's been it's been some years already, but uh, he runs a one of those you know mud runs obstacle course things. No shit. Called. Um, Shoot, I don't even remember. We did it uh, with a bunch of guys at work. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the name of it. It'll come to me later. <laughs> they they do those mud runs though, those tough runs. Yeah, or whatever. But he he ran one, and we did one some years back. And he was uh, there. Yeah, 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 it was pretty cool. Okay, so then it, it goes, you know, because it's an '80s movie, we had to have a montage. So it's a montage of all the toughest guys in the world, fucking, you know. Yeah. Hearing yeah. the news about this. He and, announces and his Battle of the Tough Guys. And like you said, he's offering $100,000 to the winner. And the thing is, they go back to that same fucking bar. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got cameras in there. Battle of the Tough Guys. WTN, the World Television Network. That's, yeah. that's a It's as fucking name. plain Jane as you can get, man. <laughs> but again, that's what I like about a lot of these 80s movies. You can, you can watch them. And they just fucking take you back, you know? Yeah. Like, like, uh, you know, it was, it was such a feel back then. Like, you know, there's a lot of movies even like nowadays that they blend in and, you know, they're, they call them timeless or whatever. Cause you can't really picture point what time they were made or whatever. But eighties movies, man, it's like, Oh yeah. This, this scene here where bros walking in, they're introducing him to all these competitors, all these fighters. It reminds me of, um, Reminded me a little bit of uh, Over the Top. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, and this was... Where they kind of show all those uh, arm wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. For me, this movie was right in line with Over the Top. You yeah, know? man. It, over the Top's better. But. Uh, I want to say... I, I might I might be wrong, but I, I know I've seen it like in a double feature somewhere. Like like uh, Joe Bob Briggs fucking showed it as a double feature or something. <laughs> uh, back in the day. Yeah, the whole thing where they're showing, because Over the Top had all these crazy characters too. The guy drinking oil and. <laughs> and from what, I, what I'm told, again, I wasn't, I mean, while I was a, a fan in the 80s and stuff like that, I knew the main guys, stuff like that. Um, a lot of these guys in, in this tough guy competition are wrestlers. They weren't real known, but, uh, uh, you know, they are classic, classic wrestlers. Uh, they say this big guy was, and and the guy he's fighting as well. Uh, yeah, looking up this movie too, I read somewhere that supposedly, uh, Buff Bagwell is like an extra somewhere in this movie. Oh, oh, it's in the uh, in the helicopter scene when fucking uh, Hulk Hogan's outside with the kids. Ah, uh, we have to look for him. But they said uh, they did um, they did an opening with with the and this dude went like he he doesn't like. I don't know if he he doesn't want to be a part of anything that has to do with the movie nowadays. Like they've invited him to, you know, do a podcast or at least talk about it, you know, come to a con and and, you know, celebrate that character. But uh, the guy um, the, that played Braille, uh, Kurt Fuller, he says he's done with wrestling. But we're at, yeah, we're at this, this competition <laughs> and these guys are going at it. And then like the whole wall busts open. And Zeus comes in, 
I love this. He picks up this waitress by her face. <laughs> and and Juice uh, is played by uh, Tiny Lister. Um, most people nowadays would know him as Debo. 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 <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I want to say this was his first movie, and he comes out, and he's just a big fucking dude. Or, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm wrong about that. Um, he used to actually, I think he did a show called uh, First and Ten, they used to come on um, oh, man. on HBO. You uh, know, um, I used to watch that as a kid, too, and it's not a kid's show. <laughs> yeah. um, but when we, HBO Max came out and they were like, oh, it's going to have all these uh, HBO shows on there, I was hoping they would have First and Ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one and um, Arliss. They do have Arliss, but... Arliss was the one that I fucking went to first and was like, oh, they better have fucking Arliss because they hadn't for, for the longest time. Uh, even if you had HBO and you had HBO on demand, they didn't have fucking Arliss on there. Uh, mm. You remember Arliss? I never seen that. With Robert Wool? Mm. No. Oh, man, never he, he was in it. Batman. I know. I never seen that. Star. Um, but yeah, uh, again, that's where he first came from. But, you know, he was this big fucking guy and. Uh, again, you look at the the wrestlers in the '80s, and he fits the mold. You know what I mean? Definitely. And uh, he he told a story afterwards. He's like, you know, Hollywood makes more money if a black guy and white guy go against each other. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> cool. I didn't know he felt that way. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I remember him as Debo, and then you know, later later on, he was in The Dark Knight. Yeah. Which is crazy. I think he was also Kingpin in uh, in uh, Ben Affleck's Daredevil movie. Was he? I think so. No way. Yeah, that's the one with um, that guy, uh, Colin Farrell, is uh, Bullseye. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Colin Farrell is now, he's going to be our penguin. Yep. He goes full circle. Marvel to DC. And so... Then it gets down to they they they're watching the show right because you know I guess Hulk's in, interested in it or the the brother's interested in the brother has the fucking annoying ass friend that that's interested in it and yeah, um like shut up dude yeah and yeah it's like oh this is real shit and fucking Hulk Hogan can fucking squeeze his head like a little fucking grape um but um you know the it turns out. Because you got to have a, a trainer, right? Like all these old, uh, the 80s movies, you know, ever since Rocky, you got to have a fucking trainer with you, right? And that used to be uh, Zeus's trainer. Now, I don't know if this is an homage to Brutus the Barber or whatever, but Zeus beats the final guy in this competition <laughs> and rips his hair out. <laughs> right, rips uh, a lock of hair. Like fucking no one can, can contain him, but this dude's going to go inside the fucking ring with him and... He's gonna he's gonna listen to this dude. It's funny, man. Um, when you get a chance, you gotta see like some of the, you know, because they used him in WWE and when he came out, and um, they used it to promote the movie and then you know to promote pay per views that uh, he came out at. And um, fucking Macho Man goes, uh, <laughs> look into his eye. It's the eye of madness. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I finally found someone that could watch my back and his back at the same time. <laughs> I was like, motherfucker. Another thing I love, like that whole scene, Zeus walks in, he beats everybody up, and he only has one line. He says, Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has like 
two lines in the whole movie. But, and that was the thing, too. It's like, okay, I, you know, from seeing him in wrestling, I did see that he, he, he could talk and shit like that. But I didn't hear him really talk until he was Debo. <laughs> What's up, Craig? <laughs> you got in my 40, homie. <laughs> none, none, none. <laughs> y'all some high rollers. And but y'all broke. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought it was funny. You know, he, he's literally got like two lines. Well, and the, the thing was, too, is like, um, okay, the, to show he's a badass, right? He fucking attacks a, a chick first, you know? And then um, when he would cut his promos, and I'm sure someone fucking wrote this shit for him, but he'd say, Hulk Hogan, you're a woman. I'm going to treat you like one. <laughs> <laughs> it was like fucking, I, I guess in the 80s, that's that's the worst you can do is call a, call a guy a woman. <laughs> Another thing I thought was funny, so they're in the boardroom and they're like, oh, the ratings were number one because of that show and this and that. And um, one of the other board members is like, oh, we just received all these telegrams by complaints. I was like, what? Who sends <laughs> telegrams? Uh, it, it, it shows it's time, right? But uh, I guess that that's how you fucking, you got complaints back in the day? That was texting back then or emailing Oh, no email. It's all snail mail. Tele- telegram. So he comes out and, uh, you know, bro fucking. So not, he's the champ now. Yeah. Of his new battle of the tough guys. <laughs> now he's making a whole thing where Zeus is going out to fight other people at other places. And it's not. Getting them more popular. And again, it, it I, I liked stuff like this back in the day. Like I talked about it when we did a. Uh, uh, the Mortal Kombat show is, you know, if they would have did that with Mortal Kombat where you go and you go to different places and fight people, I like that shit. I'm down for that story. Um, so, you know, them doing what they were doing here is good, but you get that classic uh, 80s kind of video cassette look. And uh, <laughs> and my thing too, so bro's whole plan, right, to get ratings, to be number one, this and that. And he found a good show because Zeus came in and this and that. But yet he still wants to get at Rip. It's like, why? You um, you made, you made did what you wanted to do, right? I don't know. But yet he still wants to try to get Rip. Oh, man. Rip fucking... Rip put a fucking check down his throat, bro. He needs payback. <laughs> in an 80s fashion. I'm telling you. And the, he does some fucked up shit, right? He still has that chick because it, it, it kind of, they go into different parts of the movie and, and uh, they move pretty quick here, but they tell different parts of the story in it. And, and um, they forgot about, we haven't seen that chick in, in, in a little bit now. Like, was she still working on Rip? You know, what's going on? I know. She's got Zeus beating everybody now. I don't know if he kills that guy. <laughs> Another thing too is like, uh, oh, he went to a steel mill to fight a steel mill guy. It's like a video game, right? And they're fucking yeah, because because the then the crowd street is steel mill workers, you know, right? It's like a street fighter or something with the all the crowd behind them while they're fighting. And again, if that's what it is, hey, I, I like that shit. <laughs> I, I'm there for it. I'm trying to remember, I don't know why where they're going. So this Sam, this lady, her his new. Hokun's new promoter. I don't know what she is. It's going to take him somewhere. 
I forgot where they're going. I think she's like an image consultant or some shit like that. When he's like the most popular guy. So what else does he have to do? I know. It's good. They got to tell the story, right? Oh, yeah. She's his PR person, right? She's his PR. Yeah. So I guess that's what it is. They're they're going somewhere. They got on a plane, went somewhere to do like autographs and whatever for the fans. But up to up to this point, she's still working for Homeboy, right? She's still yeah. working for Bro. Hogan doesn't know though. Yeah, they come to us and um, I'll tell you right now, H- Hogan and this chick hooked up back in the day. Oh no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Again, Hogan in spandex. No. <laughs> Bro, it's hard to find shirts. That's why his, all his shirts are. Well, why the do rag? I don't. I'm... Yeah, he's bald, man. He's, he's, he's little. <laughs> uh, you know, he's a little sensitive about it. He fucking tells that chick, "Yeah, you're a whole lot of women to love." <laughs> I like this too. They go to a little diner, have breakfast or whatever. I don't know what they're doing, but uh, these guys. <laughs> Jump in, try to rob the place, and he just starts throwing pies at him. <laughs> and honestly, or plates—I don't know what. He th- I mean, I you know, I I like it for the movie, right? Like in, in the eighties, <laughs> I was all about this. But but then you know, and looking at it in today's terms, it's like, um, you know, what were they gonna get from the fucking register? You know, he probably caused more money and damage for than, real than what they could have taken from the fucking register. Rips a seat out from the ground. <laughs> but and it's it's classic 80s, you know? You yeah, gotta, oh, have, you gotta when, have a fight. Yeah, well, and, and then you have a fight in a diner that has a, a something like that. You gotta throw someone across it, right? You know, yeah. it's, it's like Superman, you know? Remember Superman? <laughs> Superman oh, yeah. Throw him across the whole diner, the bar. Yeah, you can't, you know, you can't have that there and then not do that. Howard the Duck, they did it. <laughs> <laughs> Howard the Duck. Rip. I'm telling you, he's a pimp, man. And you know, in those spandex, he, he, you know, doesn't leave a lot to imagination. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, I thought about that earlier, later on when he's like with all the kids and stuff. It's like, come on, guy. Uh, and then, you know, back in the day, it's not like you were carrying a fucking, I mean, maybe he has a credit card or, or something on him, but... <laughs> Where's he carrying it? Where's his wallet? For real. Now, this thing. So, they went on this trip, right? And something happens. They're like, oh, they didn't They didn't get our room, so we only have one room. He's got to share with us. Okay. Yeah, and, and I'm going to admit, like, nine-year-old me didn't understand a, a lot of this part. Um, you know, again, uh, when it comes to... <laughs> Whatever the hell she thought was going on on the other side, I was like, "But he's working out, you know." <laughs> <laughs> but so they're going on this trip, and she has um, she didn't bring anything to sleep in. I mean, she's like literally in bra and panties. I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, she knew the fucking itinerary, and then this was uh, was talked about, you know, in the eighties. Again, they traveled a lot, stayed in hotels, stuff like that. So the guy, Bruce Pritchard, again, he talks about, you know, Hulk, Hulk could get pretty uh, creative when it came to uh, tape in the room and, and you know, taping stuff up. And they're like, what are you talking about? Well, you know, 
A lot of the rooms <laughs> back in the day, they'd have no smoking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he fucking, they said they would tape a shower cap over the smoke detector. Because <laughs> nice. uh, uh, that's what a lot of people say about Hulk Hogan, you know, while he did drink or whatever, he wasn't, you know, bad on the drugs, but this is the scene he's I, an old hippie, he likes to smoke. He's, this is the scene I could do without right here. <laughs> oh, we get some cheek shots of uh, Hogan. But look, she's, she's literally coming out in a bra and underwear. Yeah. And again, <laughs> and it's like nothing. they're 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 planning on laying in the same bed. You put a <laughs> you put a sheet in between, so they're like half and half. Hey, Hogan's a pimp. She's like that that one chick liked him even after all this time. He has to have something. Okay, and again, this, again, like I said, this is the part that nine-year-old me was like, eh, what the hell? Like, I, I'm, I'm not trying to see Hulk Hogan fall in love. I'm trying to see Hulk Hogan kick some fucking ass. For real. And the scenes where he's, like, supposedly caring about her just come off so cheesy. Oh, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> There's one later where they attack her, and he's like, I, I hate to see you. I hate to see you hurt. But <laughs> <laughs> get Hulk Hogan, man. And that was the thing, too. Like, even even back in the day, they never tied him up with a girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I remember at Thunderlips came out with, with bitches with him. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, old uh, Sega Prayers and Eat Your Vitamins, he didn't have uh, chicks coming out with him. And that was a big thing about when uh, he fought with Macho Man. Over Elizabeth, it's like, uh, Macho Man's like, I see the lust in your eye, Hogan. <laughs> Macho Man was fucking great, man. <laughs> she sees the bed moving. Again, like, what the fuck were we supposed <laughs> to think that was? You know what I mean? <laughs> she feels the bed moving and him, like, moaning and stuff. <laughs> she peeks behind the curtain and he's doing push-ups off the bed. It's like... Yeah, that was... Uh, okay. You know, when they did, I think they did the uh, Hogan Knows Best show, and, and they've, they've had, like, a few documentaries and stuff like that. Seeing this old-ass motherfucker in his thong before he goes, or his <laughs> fucking his bikini tights like that, it's like, come the fuck on, man. <laughs> I think this scene goes on too long. Oh, yeah, it, and, you know, it's kind of classic stuff, right? In the 80s, you got to have that, the female and male that don't like each other at first and yep. somehow they get close and, you know. They go through some trauma or something. And, um, you know, I remember. Classic 80s. Yeah, yeah. You know, you had, uh, if you watch Cheers, it was Sam and Diane. And if you watch fucking Who's the Boss, it was uh, Angela and Tony, you know. They, they, you had to start off not liking each other and then you love each other at the end. But again, his big ass, six foot nine ass. Who throws themselves on the fucking bed like that? I'm fucking <laughs> five three. I, I'm not throwing myself on the bed like that. <laughs> like it's stupid. <laughs> the fuck he think was gonna happen? It's kind of fucked up. She he just leaves her there on a broken bed. Right now we get the reveal that yeah, that old Sam is working for Braille. Talking about you were supposed to seduce him and now you're falling for him. Again, like I don't know why he's still going after Rip. He got he's got his ratings, yet he still wants him. He's going after the money match, Zeus versus Rip. Yeah. And then again, he ends up he ends up smacking her in front of his goons. Like 
it's no big deal. Yeah, and it's the eighties. <laughs> we can hit women in the eighties, I guess. <laughs> and that was the thing too, is like I again, I, I I'm real sensitive about shit like that. I'd say some shit. <laughs> but uh again, it's just Make- goons and stuff like that. Um, it makes you wonder if it was kind of like that, though. It's like they saw him hit her, and they just kind of looked away like uh, nothing happened. Like they were scared. <laughs> oh, course, now Hogan's mad. She goes running to Hogan. It's like, oh, did he did he do this to you? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Hogan's acting like, does he even look mad? I don't know. He just. <laughs> no, like she, she's like, I want you, I want you to forgive me. But he's like, uh, I, fuck that. I'd be like, I forgive Bitch, you. <laughs> what, what were you trying to do? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. All cheese. Yeah, we haven't seen someone hit someone in a fucking while. The fuck? And dude, I understand. Like, he was a wrestler. He, he wrestled in fucking bikini bottoms, basically. But, dude, these short-ass shorts. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 80s, man. We didn't... um. You had to cut them down the side just so they, they could fucking fit on them and shit like that. <laughs> Trying to figure out who brought the long shorts. Jordan, the Fab Five. Yeah, that was that was in the 90s. Uh, I see the basketball players are going back to the short shorts, though. Really? Yeah, dude, my kid fucking wears short shorts all the time, too. Not like short shorts, but uh, he doesn't like wearing baggy shit past your knees. He's probably good. <laughs> so now... They're getting Zeus on TV, trying to call out Rip, because again, they want to have this big fight. Zeus against Rip. I got the Apollo Creed vibe when he was watching the the Russian on TV. Oh yeah, <laughs> getting all pissed off. Oh, I'm like you know, I I know it was such a good movie that a, a lot of a lot of movies kind of ripped it off, but they they totally ripped off some of uh some stuff from Rocky. Here's this big event. And again, it's an event for kids. And <laughs> He's Hogan's, in his spandex. Yeah, you know. Picking kids up. I mean, I, I don't like, know. <laughs> like, bro, can, can you put on some shorts? Uh, <laughs> I mean, not uh, your type of shorts, you know. Put a towel around your waist or something. He's ba- basically dressed like every fucking soccer mom out there right now. <laughs> if I can go, go to the mall like that or go to Walmart like that. Okay, this is the scene where Buff Bagwell is supposed to be. So they're at this uh, thing for the kids, and helicopter drops down with Bro and Zeus trying to get Rip to to fight. And now they got him all made up. Yeah. Before he was all, looked like he just got out of prison, which he did, supposedly in the movie. Um, Again, he's wearing fucking Frankenstein fucking boots. Because <laughs> uh, I want to say Hogan's... Like I said, I think Hogan is six nine, and I want to say this dude was like six foot five, so he didn't exactly match up. So they they made him wear lifts so that he looked bigger and he looked like a real threat to Hogan. What was so funny about Zeus in this movie too is his unibrow. Oh and yeah, it's like a half unibrow. Like <laughs> I don't know, it's weird. So then, if you if you follow like when when he went out for the wrestling thing. Half the time, the unibrow would be drawn on. Half the time, it wouldn't be. <laughs> and then uh, he he didn't like shaving the Z in his head, so sometimes he'd just draw it in with marker. <laughs> Again, it, it, as, as, you know, he went into the wrestling, 
he went in, you know, fully fledged, like he was going to do it and stuff like that. But once they saw what they had and, and he wasn't in it. Yeah. But like, why even do that? It's unnecessary. 80s. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it sold, you know, I mean, I, again, if I remember that shit, I, I remember that some of the best stuff uh, around, but again, as a kid, I'm not paying attention to, you know, how good it is and, and stuff like that. You know, I'm just yeah. like, yes. Like I said, I, as a kid, I, I really dug this movie, but uh, watching it back, because it's really, really cheesy. <laughs> and, but it's great. Yeah, it, it it's, it's, um, it's that great 80s fucking cheese. Like, it's almost comforting, right? Like, you know. You go back and watch these movies from the 80s and it takes you back. This is a Rocky and Mick moment. <laughs> now, this is the fucking scene that's, that it, it got pretty dark. This is, I know, it's like, what were they going to do to her? Well, I mean, the dude was between her legs and he, he was taking his pants off. Like, so, Braille fucking sent this dude to rape her? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't get the whole point. And all this is was just okay. <laughs> <laughs> like again, I understand he like, came, he comes in and he fucking chases the guy off, kicks his ass. Take that motherfucker to jail. But it's like, bro is the head of this network, television network, and he has like all these goons that like do dirty stuff for him. It's like, is he a mobster or, you know what I mean? But that was the classic trope, though, right? Like, in the 80s, it's you're like... You're just rich, you got power? Yeah, and, like, um, he, he was the boss, right? Like, uh, in the 80s, 90s, it's like, they always had these, these, you know, I guess, rich guys that were fucking head of corporations, and while they portrayed a certain kind of way, in the background, they were fucking devious and money laundering and fucking in control of everything. They think that everyone is now, so. <laughs> I like how this this guy was, like you said, practically raping this girl. I'm and, telling you. And Hogan just leaves her there. Yeah. <laughs> just leaves her there to go after this guy on a motorcycle. With it, with her fucking <laughs> pants half down and shit like All that. All beat up. This was like, oh, I hate to see you hurt. <laughs> Uh, or scared. Like, <laughs> bitch, I almost got raped. Like, what the fuck? He's like, you know, I know. <laughs> what is that? Again, too, with his fucking, uh, with his uh, jacket that matches his fucking Harley. Oh, yeah, always matching. Yeah. Gotta be. <laughs> and again, his brother has this fucking asshole that, hey, well, let's go see Zeus. Like, Come the fuck on, dude. Yeah, his brother and his friend want to go see Zeus. Which, you know, if they want to go scope him out, see what he does, fine. But why are you going to wear your rip stuff? <laughs> right. You got his rip shirt. Both of them, I think, have rip shirts on. It's like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, his friend's a douche for real. Zeus beating up on the guy that I think he already beat up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does look like that one, dude. Um, lucky Craig didn't come out. Craig fuck his ass up. <laughs> Whoop him, Craig. My dog. <laughs> oh. He's just more grunting and groaning from Zeus. That's all he says in this movie. 
And again, well, maybe they have ratings, but they can't be making money off this shit, you know? They're fucking having fights for like 20 people in a fucking, in a warehouse. And bro's supposed to be like in charge of this network and he seems to be always there where they're filming. It's like... Like he's only in charge of the fucking show. <laughs> I know, that show. And what is that? Like, this dude has to fucking... We're not, he's Rip's brother. It's like, come I the know, fuck on, shut bro. Up, guy. <laughs> he's like, so... Rip's brother. Rip should fuck his ass up just for fucking going over there. For real. Like, bro. Later on, he's like, I'm so proud of you for standing up to Zeus. I would have been stupid. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> bro, there's nothing worse than when I had to go fucking check people because they were fucking with my little brother. Be like, hey, you're doing that shit. I didn't want to. <laughs> so, of course, bro was like, hey, let me introduce his brother to Zeus. Let him rough him up a little bit. <laughs> they fucking portray uh, like a fucking wild animal, bro. I like that. So, bro <laughs> brings uh, Rip's brother over to Zeus. And he's like, guess who this is? And <laughs> Zeus is like, I don't guess. <laughs> but fucking, uh, he's like, put the gun down, Craig. And get whipped like your daddy used to. <laughs> And I wonder, did they think the fucking uh, unibrow was intimidating? That's what I'm saying. I don't understand the point of that. Is it kind of like, because it looks like a Z, because it's like half, I don't know what it is. It's like, come the fuck on, dude. You've seen this dude's fucking three times your size fucking uh, get their ass beat by this motherfucker. And (laughs) you're going to go fucking, I'm going to take a shot at him. You know what I liked it? I liked that his name is Zeus because, you know, we just talked about Zeus in our last movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking come full circle, bro. All the time. But even, too, it's like, I know, you know, now nowadays and, and you know, since the 90s or whatever, uh, people know him as fucking Debo. But yeah. even when he first came out, I'm like, that's Zeus. Yeah. Oh, they pissed him off, bro. At this point, does he know they got it? They do, right? He knows about his brother. About his brother, yeah. Hogan or, pissed. I don't know. He might just be pissed off about his chick. But it's so stupid. It's like, uh, they. I guess these videos, they have these uh, monitors playing where fucking uh, Zeus is working out and he just keeps fucking telling them shit. Rip, Rip thinks you're worse than the maggots. <laughs> they come the fuck on. They, they should just tell the truth that, Hey, Rip said, uh, Rip said the N-word. <laughs> oh, damn. Rip called you an N-word. Oh, no. I was reading, too, that um, that this scene right here, that Hogan actually cut his hands. From the oh, yeah. Um, and I think they said that uh, Hogan broke uh, Zeus's nose in this movie. Yeah, and that stayed in the movie. The the One of the last hits where Zeus is bleeding afterwards, uh, the fucking Hulk Hogan broke his nose. It's so crazy. I'm I'm just like in the eighties, this is what a fucking this was supposed to be a manly fucking guy fucking dressed like in fucking in tights, a do rag and fucking cowboy boots. <laughs> I don't know. There's few people that can get away with that look. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's very few. Oh they, yeah, and then okay, so then we find out oh he's fucking he's got a he's viewing him. It's like if uh, Napoleon Dynamite's brother uh, 
was buff. <laughs> uh, you remember when he at the end where he's all in the do rag and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, um, for me, like, okay, like I told you, like my my stepdad's black. The do rag was was particularly a, a a black thing, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. As as far as what I knew it from, or or what I remember it from. Is um, my stepdad would wear it to you know for his hair, um, and uh, that's where I remember it from. Now Hulk Hogan starting to wear it, man. Like he fucking adopted it, you know. Yeah, but it was some... just in this movie though, right? He didn't. He didn't... No, there uh, even like when he came out with the NWO, he'd have shit like that. But not as uh, his his first character, right? Yeah, no, no, I don't remember too much of that. He'd wear that fucking uh, headband. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hulkster. Hulkamania. Yeah, and that was the thing, man. He's fucking, what you gonna do, brother? And Everybody was brother. Yeah, and, and we should have got some of that here, you know? I know. We Like, that was the classic thing. Mean Gene, let me tell you something, brother. Oh, shit. Hulk Hogan had to cry. Sees his, his brother in the hospital. I mean, I don't... Looking back, I didn't think... Zeus did that much to him. He kind of like knocked him down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now he's, <laughs> he's crying. This is terrible. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, if I get like show him, like he's trying to learn how to walk again. And it's like, what? <laughs> Isn't he like in a wheelchair? It's like, I don't think he beat him off that bad. This is where he, they bring out the octagon. They're going to set up this fight. Zeus. And rip. In his fucking area that Hulk Hogan just fucking fucked up. They show a little montage, Zeus training, punching bricks. and Rip's got like his brother <laughs> in therapy, giving him like these water treatments. And like I said, so it starts it, learning how to walk. It's like, what is going on? It's a Rocky Four fucking montage. You know what I mean? <laughs> a bad version, but. Yeah. But like you know, like like I said, they basically fucking they probably had a checklist of shit that they had to put in there, and went one by one, <laughs> and and wrote the movie that way. It's like, did he break his back, and that's why he can't walk? Dude, and Hulk Hogan has fucking. You gotta imagine him laying out his outfit for the day, right? He's like, all right, <laughs> short spandex, uh, boot wraps, boots. <laughs> Do rag. Got to be matching. Gloves. <laughs> now the thing, the thing that I I was tripping on here is um, I don't know, but I don't know a lot of fucking wrestling events or even fucking UFC events where people go dress like that at the fucking prom in tuxedos. And for shit. real, it's like it's just like a rich thing. And they should have made it real. They should have made it like a real arena. But, but it was like this. Small room, <laughs> right? And and that was the thing, right? It's like, it like at the network place because then, like, upstairs, there was like all the control room, <laughs> yeah. Because now, nowadays, wrestling, you know, it's not necessarily about about the, it's about the ratings a little bit, but not necessarily, you know, back in the 80s, though, it was about like fucking the live shows and how many people you can get to tune in and and then to buy the pay per view and stuff like that, so. To look at a show like this and it's a small crowd, you're not making fucking money. But, you know, again, it's a movie, so. 
and again, like, his brother got beat up, right? By Zeus. Yet there was no, like, no pressing charges or nothing. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, these people are just hurt and, eh. It's like, there should have been some kind of consequences there. So one of the execs tells, bro, hey, um, okay, we got all this set up, but what if Rip wins? And he's like, he's not going to win. Got this whole plan of holding the girl. And uh, so he has the, the girl there. And then um, the brother's there too. The brother and the fucking friend that should have got his ass. Didn't he get his ass beat too? Yeah. He just has a little mark on his face. <laughs> so bro's telling him, hey, I got the girl. Make it look good for 10 minutes and then you go down. Fuck it, tells him you'll be you'll be pushing matching wheelchairs. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> I, I love the fucking um, I I I like the kind of octagon feel. Um, there was a another wrestling that came up, and they they use uh I believe it was a six sided ring, so maybe it was a hexagon. But I like that kind of I like that kind of look. I, that's why I like UFC now. It's like um, it, it's just different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to be in the UFC a lot until it get got more like boxing. Yeah. It's got too technical now where people just, um, well, not everybody. They're still good fighters, but there's a lot of people now. They just score points instead of trying to. Well, it's always like they're trying to fight, fight for the rematch. So yeah. it's like, and you know, like, oh, well, people are going to pay for the fucking rematch. But, you know. Oh, you win the first one, I'll win the second one, and then the third one will be for real. Another oh. another stare down. Hulk gives like about 10 stare downs in this movie. Oh, man, his close-up game is strong. <laughs> it's just so that you get that, yeah. that front part, and they leave his, they you'll notice they leave the bald part out of it a lot. Did you have uh, any, in, in the 80s, you had uh, wrestling toys? Um, I did, like the old, um, like the first wrestling toys, were really like, just like, they weren't really bendy, but they were like rubber figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember those. I, I had a... I think I had Junkyard Dog. I had Hogan, and I had a Superfly Snooker. And you could kind of mm. kind of almost move their arms to pose a little bit. Almost, but they were all like... They all had the same pose. Yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> their arms up, Paul. Um, you know what? Back when I was... Fucking... When I was a kid, I, I loved the fucking flea market uh, wrestling toys Ooh, yes remember those they'd have a fucking the rest- lucha libre yeah it'd have a wrestling ring and all the guys like that yeah they're all little plastic figures too. and uh a rubber band uh fucking around the ring i used to like those and uh did you ever buy like those they look like matches they're double-sided oh yeah 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 <laughs> and you'd scrape them across the ground yeah dude i remember we'd, we'd like I, I remember my family would go to the fucking flea market a lot Yep, we always went to uh, the mission down there off Marson. I remember uh, getting, you know, because I was really into Bruce Lee at one point, and I got a fucking skateboard with Bruce Lee on it. Nice. <laughs> uh, it, and again, I didn't know that it wasn't like, you know, a real technical, you know, skateboard that was built to last. And I tried to do tricks with my friends and fucked it up and fucked myself up. Dude, back in the days, I remember they had skateboards with everything on it. Yeah. But, yeah. You can still get that kind of stuff at the flea market. Fuck, yeah. 
My kids don't don't love all that, that bootleg shit. stuff. Fuck yeah. Get a a toy package with Superman and Spider Man the same thing. <laughs> I think I saw not that long ago, I saw like a Thomas the Train gun. What the fuck? <laughs> they just make some weird things. It's like what? Yeah, um you can go to the Pika Plaza now and find that shit. <laughs> But uh, we we still we you know I I like going out to traders and seeing what everybody has and shit like that man it, it's a fun day. So we finally got our fight Zeus and Rip, and uh you know, as far as Rip knows you know she's still, you know she's he's got to make it look good for ten minutes, and yeah uh, he's watching a timer which they never have at fucking wrestling matches <laughs> unless it's the Royal Rumble but they have a timer up there showing you know how long it is. Yeah, because he told her, make it look good for 10 minutes. And again, these fucking security guards are so into the fucking match, they lose sight of her. So come the fuck on. Like, she's gone. And his brother like, come on, Rip, come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and again, you will never see a wrestling crowd dressed like this. I'm telling you right now. No, they're on like fancy dresses, suits, and tuxedos. It's like, what? That's what I'm saying. They should have made that look more real, like a... Like like the first match that you see, yeah. right? I mean, because how fancy can it be called Battle of the Tough Guys? <laughs> <laughs> hey, who the fuck? Like you're getting rich clientele to fucking come on and watch this? You know, too. I don't. I don't think they say where they're fuck they're at, right? I don't think so. Like you would think, like something like this would take place in in fucking Vegas or something. You know what I mean? Vegas, Cali. Somewhere with nice weather because he just wears spandex all day. Oh, yeah. You know, can't cover that shit up. So Zeus kind of does his thing. Where he, he, like, grabs both fists and then headbutts him. And then I think Hulk does that later on. And, and it was, um, you know, when it came down to it, it's, he knew how to act. But he didn't know how to fucking actually, you know, wrestle and put together a match. And that's why, you know, when it came down to it and... He actually got, you know, hired by WWE and, and, and went and did some work with them. You know, he did get some hate because that's somebody's paycheck you're, you're fucking taking away from. That's the way they see it, you know, Um, uh, other wrestlers and stuff like that. So um, he talked about it like he did get some hate and stuff like that. But the juxtaposition of it was is, you know, they brought him along. They thought, you know, he's a well-built guy, you know. They can teach him a few things just to get him by, team him up with Macho Man, and and uh, that'll be able to kind of uh, mask what he can do and stuff like that so he don't have to do too much. But it just, it, it wasn't working out. Like, he just wasn't, you know. Some days he'd listen, some days he wouldn't. Right, because the original plan, I think, right, was to have him and Hogan go at it. But it ended up being a, a tag team. Yeah, it was, the original was, was, it was they were going to work to another match, and you know, he came back because he was mad. He lost in the movie, and he wanted to, he wanted to uh, uh, fight Hulk Hogan for real, and stuff like that. And again, it just it didn't work. You know, he'd come out and he'd cut a promo, and he just wasn't a good promo. He he couldn't speak. He'd call Hulk Hogan a woman and stuff like that. And they found <laughs> out real quick that they're gonna have to team him up with somebody. Like he, he he's just planning on on killing Rip right now. For real, like you know. Rip's brother's like, get up, get up. And Zeus, like, rips a pole out from the <laughs> ring. And bro's just like, yeah. 
And again, it's the smallest fucking ring I've ever seen in my life. For real. Oh, shit. So now Burrell sees the girl escaped. He's like, damn, if he sees her, it's over. But even at that, like, everything we've seen up until the point, like, this dude just should have probably been able to just beat him, right? Like, <laughs> for real. There's nothing that, that told me that that fucking Hulk had any kind of shot. Get up, Rip. Get up. Brother's crying. <laughs> oh, shit. He's trying to make the fucking hand signal. I like how uh, Hogan's trainer looks like the trainer from Mike Tyson's punch out. Oh, he, he definitely does. <laughs> he definitely uh, does. Now Zeus going to come back and, uh-oh. Oh. It's get, fucking he gets that energy. Time. He gets that energy. Classic Hogan. Again, like we talked about, he gets punched and just kind of like yeah. brushes it off like, Whoo. there's a lot of that. Dude, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like so much fucking sweat and fucking baby baby oil fucking going everywhere. He gets those crazy eyes. Just <laughs> Again, just classic. But, and this is all stuff that, again, when we were fucking acting this out with our little wrestlers or, or even when we were fucking, you know, I had a brother, we'd wrestle with each other. You know, you, you come out and you're, you're doing all these fucking moves, right? Even though they said, don't try this at home. Oh, we're definitely fucking trying this shit at home. Here it is. Boom. Oh, nothing. <laughs> like, Zeus looks all worried now. Hey, look, when fucking Craig hit him with the brick. <laughs> see, now Hogan grabbed his fist and that's going to headbutt him. I was really hoping to see the leg drop in this movie, too. Yeah. And I, I, I thought about it, too, and it's like, or well, I guess since they have this fucking shitty ring that got fucking torn torn apart by one man with his hand, if again he couldn't do the, you know, back into the ropes and do the fucking leg drop on him. I know his his move in this movie is the double hammer fist. Yeah, and he he actually tried that in WWF for a while, and it just it didn't go over. You know, people wanted to see the leg drop. Yeah, Wait. I thought I read that. That that was one of his moves before, I guess, he was known for the leg drop, right? And then, well, he, he talks about, too, it's uh, the leg drop, you know, it's like for years and years, you know, I'm just landing on my ass. It's what caused a lot of his fucking back surgeries. Mm. Like, this dude's fucking had it. But, you know, he's still fucking adamant, like, that he wants to fucking wrestle again one day. Or he's got one more in him or something like that. It's like, dude, you are fucking, he's, 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 he's up there now. Gonna yeah. pull like uh, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones, it's something. <laughs> he should find another old fighter, old wrestler. This, but again, like in in wrestling, they can do that. You can, you know, there you was can, times when Vince can, McMahon was out. It. Yeah, <laughs> when when Vince McMahon was out there, and you know, if he wrestles with somebody that'll take care of him, and to use the term, um, he it, it, he could probably get one out. Like I thought he was done late nineties stuff like that. And dude came out and like like when they started coming out with like his black goatee and it was like what well, Holly, no, Hollywood Hogan yeah okay well even after that like when he came back to WWF um, he very famously and it's one of his best matches he had a match with The Rock where the crowd started cheering for him for the first time in a long time him and The Rock I don't know they went yeah out. dude they had a WrestleMania match where it was fucking classic and yeah. so. 
Was it when he was the Rock or was he still Rocky? No, no, it was when he was the Rock. Oh. And um, and in the middle of the match, man, the crowd changed, and so he went from being kind of a bad guy to a good guy. They ended up having the next day to fly to his house because he wasn't prepared for it. You know that that WrestleMania was on a Sunday. The Raw after it was on a Monday. They had to fly home and get his red and yellow stuff so he could come out and red and yellow for the first time in a long time. And that was like, again, the fan in me was like, fuck yes. Pumped. You're like, what? Yeah. Again, I I know he receives a lot of hate now. And again, I told you about him getting booed. When that fucking classic 80s uh, Hulk Hogan song, the Real American song comes out, man, I get pumped. Like, I'm like, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm fucking excited. <laughs> I'm all singing it. That and shit. was a song, man. Yeah, he came out there ripping the shirt. Yeah, fucking. Dun, 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 dun. I wish I had the rights to I could play that song. <laughs> I won't I won't sing it so we don't get sued. But <laughs> um, as I was telling uh, CM the other day, it's like uh, you know when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. <laughs> That's that's it's from that fucking song there, like that's that was classic man. So when that one comes out, that guy still pop. Uh, when Stone Cold comes out, I, I still pop. And then you know this movie here, it has that No Holds Barred song. Same dude made all those songs. Um, Jim Johnston, uh, who worked for WWF for a long time, um, he made that No Holds Barred song. And you you listen to that song, man, it'll stick in your fucking head for at least a week. I know I had a plane right now when you were There's coming no in. There's no hose barred. <laughs> and again, classic more, fucking 80s. More grunting and growling. Got Braille all pissed off in the control room, ripping the whole thing apart because Hulk beat Zeus here. And now Hulk's going to go after him. You stay away. <laughs> okay, I like how he calls him jockass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They asked him, is that, is that a fucking term that Vince uses? He's like, I've never heard Vince use that fucking Jock term. Ass. He tore up the control room, and now he ends up electrocuting himself. <laughs> right, because Hulk Hogan's too good to kill someone, but if the dude is this the ending that they thought of? <laughs> killing himself, yeah. He saw that one on the shitter. <laughs> Again, everything's all good now. It's all right. These people just almost, I mean... For better or worse, they witness a, a, a death, right? I know. And and a possible other death and, you know, attempted and murder. Cheering. And they're fucking cheering like a motherfucker. They, and they cut back to the first match. <laughs> At the end there. Oh, it was, right? There was yeah. a big crowd behind them. <laughs> again, fucking oh, 80s fucking movies. That but was again, great. Like, dude, like. Watching that in, in the in the in the movies and then even running it after you know that it was an exciting fucking time and it, it, I was all in it, man. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> I was that that kid, man. I was that kid. Even watching back, I still enjoy it for the cheesiness that it is. Like I said, puro eighties. And then um, they should have did more, you know. So let's get into that part. So just jump right into it. Well, let's uh, let, let's get into the end of our stuff because we're there. There's still a lot more stuff to kind of talk about if we get into like the WWE part of it. 
they came out and Zeus came out and he ends up having, um, I think it's like two pay-per-views and then they did a Saturday night's main event. Do you remember the Saturday night's main event? I don't. I don't. Like, again, on and off, I had cable <laughs> when I was a kid in the 80s. You know, Channel 4 that you could pick up with the fucking antenna uh, or NBC. Um, they would run every once in a while. You'd have a Saturday night's main event. It came out at a time that I was like, I was fucking too young to be staying up to watch it because it'd come out like at 1030. Um, it'd come out in, in place of Saturday Night Live. And I remember them having some, some lead up to it with uh, Zeus there. But it was one of those things that was appointment watching. Like, you know. There's no more on. DVRs. Yeah. It, you know. If you fucking missed it, you, you had to wait until the fucking Coliseum Home video came out. Yeah, or some you're shit. hoping someone recorded on the on VHS. But, um, man, like, and, and you can, I mean, it's all available on YouTube now. But, dude, there was, like, um, what they ended up doing is they teamed him up with uh, Bruce Pritchard, who was Brother Love, Macho Man, and uh, Queen Cherry, uh, Sensational Sherry, and... They were basically trying to teach him how to fucking be a wrestler. You know what I mean? Um, how to act, how to how to do different stuff. They did some outlandish, crazy ass fucking promo shit back in there, back in that time. <laughs> oh, and this was Hogan's boy back in the day, right? Brutus the Barber. I used to like Brutus the Barber, man. Uh, me too, man. I again. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know back in the day is like how, how things were, but basically he was like Hogan's bitch boy. <laughs> or <something. laughs> like they basically had him team up with Hogan so that when, when the shit went down and, and they were getting beat up, he's the one getting beat up. When, whenever the pin happens against them and they lose, he's the one getting pinned. You Hogan. can't, yeah, you can't have Hogan fucking look, look weak. Uh, I right, let's see. Uh, let's get into the best stuff here. Oh, well. what's what's the best part of this movie to you? I mean, to me, it's it's Hulk Hogan. Um, I'm I'm not saying you know his acting was great. You know, there's some cheesy fucking shit, but. As a kid, that's why I watched this movie. You know, <laughs> I, I wasn't watching it because it was this or that. I, I was watching it because fucking Hulk Hogan was in it and the, you know, the things that he did in it, you know, were good because I was I was a Hulkamaniac back in the day, you know. I fucking said my prayers. I ate my vitamins, you know. I wanted 24-inch pythons. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't? But, yeah. One of that, that tan. Look at that tan. <laughs> you know, Hogan I, Hogan was the one wrestler that I had multiple fucking uh, uh, toys of him back in the day. Yeah, for me. What about for you? You know, we're on the same page as always. Uh, I, I, I like the cheese, you know, the cheese of this movie, man. All the the grunting and growling, the cheesy acting, the bad acting, I guess you could say. But it's it's all 80s goodness to me. It's like, I love it. Like I said, I was 
hyped to see this movie when it first came out, uh, watching it at the movies, and uh, back in 1989. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I still like it. I like all the cheesiness. I don't, uh, you have to uh, like it for what it is. Yeah. And again, you know, we're in the 80s. We're watching Rocky. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, Rocky Four came out, I, I want to say before this one. It had to have come out before this one. Uh, Rocky Four was 88. This one was made 89. Um, you know, Karate Kid mm. um, in, in the 80s, showing you, you know, two people fighting and, and you know, the way the, the, the shit can be. Um, but, you know, all the, it had, it hit all those fucking tropes. So, you know, all our, all our lives were fucking, all the 80s and the early 80s, we're groomed to watch fucking movies like this, you know, over the top came over the top was right around that time as well. So this was right down our fucking alley. You know what I mean? Yep. It's all those, all those fighting movies. And, you know, uh, and it was at around the time. It's like, you know, that the Bruce Lee movies started getting played, you know, uh, here and, and stuff like that. The little, um, uh, you know, American Ninja, stuff like that. Um, American Ninja, yes. Sorry, but no, you <laughs> getting, get in, getting caught up in that. Yeah, you get into it, and and you know, a lot of people criticize WWF now is because you know, and and there's a lot of people that liked it in the late '90s, and in the late '90s they had what was called the Attitude Era, where you know they fucking pushed things to the limit. You know, you had fucking, uh, you know, underwear matches and shit like that for the <laughs> girls and stuff, but. <clears throat> in in the eighties, you know, it was it was good, but it it did you know cater to kids a little bit more, you know. I think so. Um, you know, it was it was innocent violence, if that's the thing. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> you know, it, well for for me, it was like it's real life superheroes almost, even though like because yeah. again, in the eighties, you didn't know that it was a fucking show. You know, we thought you know that. These guys were were enemies and stuff like that. Um, I, I talk about modern day wrestling now, and I think we know too much about it. Like we know too much about these people and, and their lives, and you know um, whether they're whether or not they really are into it with somebody or something like that. You know, um, but back in the day, this you know I didn't know fucking you know this dude and Hogan were friends or. You know, I thought it just it just kind of happened that way. You know, I didn't know Macho Man and Hogan were were best of friends. You know, I thought they were at one time, and then they fucking broke up. But you know, that goes back to you know, knowing less is less is more. Less is more. <laughs> no, the more you know is the the worse it gets. Yeah, it was great. It's great time. Let's see what's next here. Surely you can't be serious. Surely you can't be serious. What are, what are some changes you would have made? Or what, what was the worst part about it for you? The worst part is like good and bad. But I wish Zeus would have had more of a character um, besides just grunting. And like I said, I think he had two lines in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, just more out of him, you know. We we know he was the villain, but you know, I don't know. I just wanted like more character, I guess. Yeah, uh, and I, I think they followed a, a 
you know, the trope of, of, of the, the villain. And back in the eighties is all they did for Hulk Hogan was they found new big guys for him to fucking wrestle. Yeah. So, you know, they always kind of try to build a big villain for him to, to, to take down and stuff like that. So again, he fit the bill, but, but you're right. Like maybe they didn't know how to sell it. Yeah. A lot of the eighties, the bad guys were always foreigners. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that was always you know. It's always the Russian or a German guy or yeah. You fucking, know. Uh, I I remember um, uh, the Sheik Iron Sheik. Yeah, remember him and and then um, I remember too. It's like uh, they had Sergeant Slaughter who was supposed to be for USA, but he was fucking he was uh, sympathizing with Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think that's. But again, like the '80s was the cl- classic characters, right? Like they had fucking again. You had Brutus the barber. Yeah, he was a barber, right? Like he fucking he owned a barber <laughs> shop, right? Right. He had to have been. You know, uh, they had fucking uh, the Red Rooster. <laughs> uh, all these fucking like characters, you know, Hillbilly Jim, um, Junkyard Dog. You know, all these guys that came in. Yeah, the IRS came in and he was a fucking tax tax guy, right? Um, I liked a little bit more in the '90s when it did get real, but again, now I'm like, you know, it, it kind of because again, we know too much now, you know. I just like, you know, that they were actual characters, you know, like yeah, Jake the Snake, like you say, Buddhist the Barber, like they were specific things. Now nowadays, it's just like. They go by their regular name. They're just a regular guy. Yeah. I would like more more of the character out of the newer people now. And then, too, do you remember, um, like, even when we watched, like, like G.I. Joe back in the day, you had characters, right? You, it wasn't just fucking random Joe number one, random Joe number two. Yeah. You had fucking, um, you know, uh, what is it, fucking roadkill and. Fucking Sidewinder, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, they had all kinds of crazy Sidewinder things. was a fucking... I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But again, that's what people kind of fucking... I guess, you know, the fans that were... And it was a lot of us that were fans in, at this time. You know, we grew up a little bit. And, you know, the 90s were a little bit of a different time. And, you know, um, I guess our tastes evolved. And, you know, we started wanting to see real shit. <laughs> Real world come out, you know, what happens when people start being fake, start being real. <laughs> Did we get your worst? Uh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. The worst worst part for me was, um, they, you know, there's not a lot of stuff I hated, but again, the stuff that for me in the 80s was just like fucking, uh, it's time to go to the restroom or it's time to go get popcorn. Like the the love scene and and stuff like that. I'm I'm wasn't there to fucking see that shit. Even now, it's fucking <laughs> it's cringy. You know, um, I understand it all, but yeah. I, I was. Yeah, like, we didn't need to see Hogan's cheeks. Um. Well, and, and then again, like it was like <laughs> for me, the movie was made for kids, right? It was made yeah. for us in the '80s. Um, you know, what kid was there to fucking watch that scene? I know. Um. Yeah, like I said, that that scene. I guess if we jump into uh, the well, next no, part here. Oh, some of the worst things back in the day, or even now, it's like if you're watching a movie with your parents and a fucking love scene comes out, you're like, "Fuck!" 
It's fucking so awkward. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. So we jump into a. If I can change. <laughs> and you can change. Everybody can change. I would definitely change out that love scene or that whole in the hotel room scene. Because <laughs> they didn't need to see Hogan's butt cheeks and. Uh, yeah, even though the movie wasn't that long, like there's we didn't need it. They could have shown a different type of scene where they started falling for each other. I don't know. It just seemed out of place for this movie. Yeah, yeah. For for me, the the change would have came with the character. I I, I would have made him Hulk Hogan, right? Because if they're gonna, you know, and and. They did have a plan to do this. If they're going to do this and, and bring him into the real WWF, why, why not do it with Hulk Hogan? Like, maybe because Hulk was married at the time, he didn't want to do, uh, you know, it, it, it's weird for him to do a, a love story uh, being Hulk Hogan. But, as, you know, why didn't they just use Hulk Hogan? As I'm thinking about it, it's like, I don't know if it's, it's a requirement because... Uh, I'm thinking of uh, Bloodsport. You see Bloodsport? Mm-hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah. Right? An unnecessary scene is, you know, he gets with that reporter girl. Oh, yeah. And he shows off his butt cheeks in that. Well, he's, he does the splits. But again. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, a, it's a similar kind of thing. It's like, yeah. um, but I think even Bloodsport, Bloodsport was made more for, it wasn't made for, we loved it as kids, but it probably wasn't made more for kids. Fucking this movie was made for kids. You know what I mean? It was made for the the fans, which are yeah. probably majority children. At the time, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think, again, I, I would have, you know, I, w- I wanted to see fucking the what you gonna do, brother. And I wanted to see the pose, you know. I wanted yeah, to see mo- him holding his, his hand to his ear. Stuff like that. Definitely. I think that's what fans were probably... Wanting in this movie. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're, we're talking about this. We're watching uh, the actual SummerSlam fight with uh, Zeus and Macho Man versus Hogan and Brutus the Barber. And he did just what he did in the movie. You know, Macho Man had him in a headlock and uh, and they pick up his arm and then he raises his arm, starts shaking, and now he's all pumped. Do you remember the storyline, the original storyline that Hulk and Macho Man had? Mm, I don't. Well, it, it, you know. Weren't they even together at one point? Well, that was the thing, right? Like, they did a whole year where they were uh, tag team partners, and um, they were called the Mega Powers, right? Like, you know, when Hulkamania and Macho Madness uh, come together, you know, it's it's, it's crazy. And, um, but they did this story where they fucking... They started to do this this played out story, and um, where, of course, a, a girl comes between them. So you know, one day it's it's something like, um, you know, Hogan was looking at Elizabeth wrong, and um, and then the next time it was like, um, Macho Man had Elizabeth on his shoulders, and Hogan like kind of tapped her backside, you know, <laughs> and and so little things like that started happening, and then. It, it all came to a hit when fucking, um, you know, uh, they're they're wrestling and and it's a it's a big match. Elizabeth gets hit on the outside and fucking Hogan carries her to to the back, and you know left Macho Man in there to get his ass kicked. 
and he fucking came back and, and, uh, he ends up, you know, fighting with Hogan. But the good thing about this is like back in the day, they used to have, it was like four major pay-per-views. Um, and you could build stories in between those, uh, pay-per-views. Now that now they have a story, uh, pay-per-view every fucking month. So it doesn't mean a lot. You can't do that long-term storytelling like they used to be able to do back in the day. But, um, I remember that being like one of the best fucking, um, storylines that, that was in wrestling like ever. And, um, you know, Macho Man, he, he didn't get as much of the credit as he fucking should for, for carrying, uh, the WWE back in the day. And, you know, he went to WCW with Hogan and, and, you know, made that fucking popular for a long time too. Yeah, Macho Man is definitely a a number two right underneath Hogan. Yeah. For sure. Again, like there was a lot of people that were like it, you know, it was Hogan and Warrior in the eighties. For for me, it was Hogan and Macho Man. Like that that was the story to There's probably about like five number twos, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you could see there there's a lot of coaching of Zeus. If you if you watch and you pay attention, you know, Macho Man's having to tell him a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, during their matches, and um, that's why they teamed them up, and they have Sherry there because they had to tell him, "Hey, stand here. Hey, do this." Like, no, you could tell he didn't really know what he was doing because, you know, just before this, they were just in the middle of the ring, and he was just holding Hogan, just like, <laughs> like he was hugging him. Yeah, they're, they're like, that's all he could do, like a bear hug. All right, what do we got left? Um, spinoff or uh, spinoff or sequel? Spinoff or sequel? What you got on this movie? Hey, I, I mean, they could have did a, they could have went on to a part two, right? Or, or had something, um, come back up. But, you know, this, this movie hit and it didn't, it, it came out to about 4 million and, and opening weekend and it didn't do that well. Um, again, you know, it's 1989. So you can imagine some of the classics that it had to come out against, uh, at that time. But, you know, yeah, it, it, it didn't do that well, so they weren't going to fucking do a sequel. But, you know, it did make them money. You know, they spent $6 million and got $16 million out of it, and they made some money somewhere. So they could have they did more. Um, it didn't have to be with Zeus. It could have been another Hogan story. But, you know, it, it was successful in, in my eyes, I guess. Yeah, I think it would have been cool maybe his see his brother get recovered and maybe his brother start wrestling and I don't know. Cause, cause that's the thing you talked about. It's like, uh, you talked about like, uh, the WWE having a lot of movies that they produce and stuff like that. They don't have, I mean, none of those movies you mentioned, none of those are wrestling movies. You know what I mean? No. Like, like, and they have people that can tell that they're story. All like they're firefighters or like, the, like the Marine. They're all like these big roles. Like, that's, uh, one of the previews on this one was like a scary movie. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, it's uh, with that Kane character that see no evil. <laughs> I was like, what's going on now? To me, like I think, like I like the the Rock show because it kind of shows some of the background and stuff like that. But I totally think there there's room for a sitcom out there or a, a, a TV show out there that deals with the backstage stuff of wrestling. Like, um, we got a little bit of it with the Glow movie. I mean, Glow show. I didn't see that one. That came out on Netflix. The Women Wrestlers? Yeah. 
And that was pretty good, but, um, like, there's stories to tell. Like, there's fucking situational stuff that they could do. And, you know, if it ever does come out, like, it, it'll, it'll be good. And it, it'll have wrestling fans fucking ear and stuff like that. And there's a lot of wrestling fans. That's why this this stuff makes money, man. It's like, there's a lot of... it. it they hit that 18 to 49 fucking cat category <laughs> that they, they try to get into. You know what I mean? Um, uh, that um, are going to go out there and there's fucking a bunch of, I hate to say it, but dorks like me that will spend money on this shit. <laughs> yeah, it'd be definitely interesting to see something like that. But It's you almost know, like the history of or something. Yeah, because there's, you know... WWE does a very good job, and um, I used to have the the network. I do have the Peacock now, but um, I don't get on it that much or, or Got a check what? anything out. The Peacock, <laughs> the fucking uh, the the cock app. Uh, but uh, that's that's where all the fucking WWE stuff is now, and I don't know. I don't, do they have old stuff on there? They have a lot of old shit on really? there. Really? Yeah. They do such a fucking good job of producing like these little uh, documentaries, or they call it, like Chronicle or stuff like that. That um, are these trip tribute videos that they do. That you know, they could definitely fucking pull something like that off. But you know, uh, latest word is that you know, dudes fucking selling everything off. So you know, it'd be cool um, if they just had like a. I don't know. I guess you can call it a reunion show. Like, did you see the uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion show? Mm-hmm. Um, where they just kind of brought the cast together and just kind of talked about the show. And they just did a recent one uh, with friends. My wife and my daughter watched that. Yeah. Again, they just brought the cast together. They talked about the show. Talked about stuff that happened. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. Like, you know, bring yeah. Hogan, bring um, some of the older wrestlers that are still alive. What? Uh, that was the thing when when and they just made talk their, about stuff like that. Yeah, when they made their network, they made a bunch of different uh, little shows to put on. Uh, one of them was like a fucking a reality show where they had uh, a bunch of legends in a house staying together. Mm. Uh, yeah, like fucking Roddy Piper and that, shit like that. That's the only thing I'd be worried about. Like they they'd want to put on a show. Yeah. Um, I I just want to see something real. Do you know? Yeah. Well, they had they have this uh, this series called The Table for Three. And it would be uh, three people would come up and, you know, be people from back in the day and stuff like that. And they, they, they tell stories. I, that's why I like. Um, they have another one where it's fucking, um, oh, fuck. Um, they have the road stories. And it's wrestlers basically telling stories about, you know, their travels on the road and stuff like that. And then um, someone took it and animated those stories. So they have those, those stories, which are, are pretty good. Um, what else? They have a lot of different shit on there, but the table for three is probably the best, the best thing you're talking about. Now, recently is they had like the raw 25 year reunion show and, um, they did it like at the fucking, the same place they did the first raw show and, you know, all all the classic people came back and did their thing and. Stuff like that, they they have, but but you're right. Like, is they, it more of an act? Right? Yeah, they do a show, you know. But like the last one, Vince is in Vince is in his fucking seventies or fucking maybe eighties by now. Sons are probably gonna take over now. And well, 
They had the last one. And um, it was the Raw 1000th episode or something like that. And fucking Stone Cold comes out. <laughs> he fucking stunned Vince, fucking Shane, Stephanie, all of them. Like, Dang. his whole fucking family. And I'm like, like, like Vince even told him, he's like, I, I just want to let you know. Like, and Vince is a great fucking actor, man. Like, people don't give that dude enough fucking credit for everything that he did. But he's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not as young as I used to be. I'm a senior citizen now. I have a double ARP card. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Stone Cold still kicked his ass. That's thing, you know, think what you want of McMahon, but I mean, look at what he created, right? You, no, you like, got to respect the hustle, right? And people he's always like, trying to yeah. do stuff. People, people say like he, well, he started with his dad's money. He when they talk about no holds barred or or like he bought that with bankruptcy money. Like he, mm. he had to file bankruptcy and stuff like that. The thing he did was. He fucking, he bought airtime on the opposition's fucking station and then sold it back to them for a million dollars and <laughs> used that to make his first WrestleMania, which fucking made them, you know, fucking all this fucking money and, and kind of started what he did. But, you know, we wouldn't have wrestling as we know it now without this dude. Like he, he fucking really fucking set, set the standard for, you know, what, what it is now and. You know, there's a lot of people that fucking hate him, man. Like, I, I, I hate being a part of some of these wrestling groups on Facebook because they hate this motherfucker. And it's like, you know what? The the, the truth is, it's like, uh, when this dude is gone, we're going to fucking regret it. Like, we're, we're going to miss him. Don't, don't hate the player, hit the game. <laughs> I'm telling because, again, you know, think about all the fucking people that he's, like, wrestlers used to fucking travel fucking for, for ages just to make fucking ends meet. Now he's fucking making these motherfuckers real money and stuff like that. And I know it's not, not everybody, but you know, you know, they're living better lives than they ever fucking did. And I'm sure he was a dick at times, but you know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do to. Well, they talk about it. You know, he's fucking, he's the original million dollar man. I just, but like, I like the risks he takes, you know, yeah. dumb wrestling movies. <laughs> uh, well, technically not wrestling movies, but. But um, no, but then remember they he tried to start the XFL. It's like he he takes risks. He did the XFL two times, <laughs> and again, like even with with having the network, you know, people talked a lot of shit about it, and oh, it's so fucking stupid, and oh, he's giving away his fucking pay per views. Then he sells the network for fucking two or three billion dollars to fucking what's called it. I mean, he's not doing that fucking bad. You know what I mean? Like, and think about, like, all the jobs and the basically the wrestling industry that he helped fucking create. They they were definitely the the standard, if you will. Oh, yeah. As far as, you know, wrestling federation. That's what I, I still say WWF. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, he came out and, and he was, like, forever. He, he didn't want to be part of the story, stuff like that. Um, but you know, he did what he had to fucking do. There's, he did a lot of shit that, you know, it, you know, he, like I said, he fought for bankruptcy. He fucking, he's a workaholic, you know, uh, the stories that you hear about him. And so it's, it's, you know, it's something to be said, like, you know, he, he is an, an, an innovator and in, in fucking entertainment, you know, 
um, he has all these all these good things. Just, but you know, people tend to just focus on the negative, and you know, he didn't push my favorite wrestler right, so I don't fucking like him. It's like come the fuck on, dude. You're giving these guys fucking opportunities to make names for themselves. But even, even like Hogan, like, you know, a lot of the negative shit about him, like at, at towards the end of his career when he was wrestling, is he had creative control over his character. So if he wanted to say no to doing something. He, he fucking would, but, you know, a, a, a lot of it is, like, you know, he's, he's a smart dude, you know, he if, if he's there to make money, you know, these motherfuckers, all these wrestlers, they're there to make money, you know, they're, you know, while they love the fans, everything like that, end of the day, you know, they ain't fucking worrying he's out their showman. bodies for nothing, you know he's what I mean? He's a showman. Yeah, um, so, you know, if, if it's not going to make money, he's not going to participate in it, but... You know, there is some shit like that, you know, I, I think Hogan was a, a little shady as well, you know. I want to see something about like how they all took steroids and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they had that one fucking movie. I didn't get to watch it. I haven't watched it, but uh, like it's 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 about steroids and um, what was fucked up is he when WWE went through the steroid case, he fucking left WWE. Mm. You know, he, he's he, like, I'm out of here. <clears throat> yeah. He's like, fuck that shit. And he goes to WCW and man, I mean, fuck, you know, he was doing that shit there. Uh, we didn't get to our taco rating. Ooh. It's, it, this is, it's going to be a tough one uh, for the taco rating. And, you know, while I do love it, there's, you know, there is stuff wrong with it. It's not, <laughs> you know, uh, we're not yeah. going five for five here. But uh, what, what what do you got it as? I would give it. I mean, I like it for what it is. Just like uh, I keep going to um, go down to that bottom one, the, the steel cage. How many tacos are you giving it? So I keep going back to like um, Batman and Batman and Robin. <laughs> the one with the Mr. Freeze. It's so <laughs> cheesy, but um, I like it because it's so cheesy. And that kind of, this movie kind of falls in that same category. So even though I like it, I would give it, um, I would say two and a half tacos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two and a half breakfast tacos. Breakfast tacos. You know, it, it's, for, for me, it, it's, it's right about there. I I give it two and a half, maybe even three, but it's not your favorite taco, and it's maybe a taco that was given to you by a friend. Like, hey, you want a taco? Yeah, I'll take that country and egg, even though I never really get country and egg. It's just <laughs> it's one of those movies. Like I said, no, I saw this movie at the theater, and I can pretty much, I can pretty much guarantee. I don't think I've seen it again until right now, but. When people talk about it, I know they're talking about it. You know, the dookie scenes, like, um, it's still memorable, but it's not one of those, like, oh, you know what I want to watch? I want to watch No Holds Barred. <laughs> but, yeah, and for, for me, too, it's like um, there's not a lot of wrestling movie options out there. You know, uh, even uh, up until recently, um, when The Wrestler came out, it had been a while, but... It was this movie, and then it was fucking uh, Ready to Rumble in, in like, <laughs> 99 or something. Um, 
so I, I honestly I, I I saw it when it came out, um, and I've gone back and and watched it, and I try to you know show it to my kids, and you know you always try to turn your kids on to stuff that you liked as a kid, but you know they didn't like it that much. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it does have rewatchability. Like again, I'm not seeking it out all the damn time, but if it's on, I'll, I'll fucking watch some some of the scenes in it and stuff like that. And then too, it's like um, I liked. When this stuff came out, you know the the, the wrestling part of it and uh, um, the SummerSlam and 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 this, like I said, uh, this cage match, I I like that shit. So you know, um, I, I was there for it. But again, it's you know, I'm I'm not gonna sit there and stand on the soapbox and fucking defend this movie to people that don't like it. <laughs> you know, it's not just like wrestling. It's not everyone's cup of tea. But if you're a wrestling fan, you you probably liked it. Like I said, I liked it. it. It's not too often they they brought out the cage match, right? No, no. And this was the classic fucking cage match. The, it's the, open on top. The classic blue one, you know that was that was the one I always remembered as a kid. You know, uh, as, as they got. It's not extremely high like the other ones. Yeah, but um, I want to say this was the the one where they came, and I, I think you know, uh, it's a it was Zeus's first time out there, and. You know, uh, Hogan's coming up, and Zeus is supposed to fucking hit him, and he fucking throws a Hollywood punch at him, and he's like, what the fuck? And so they ended up having to fucking reshoot it. I don't know if I've seen that or remember that. But that was British the thing. Where's the barber wearing the yellow and, the, and red? Hope rules. He's got the do-rag on there, I guess. Well, this was yeah. after the movie, I guess, though. But it's like, back in the day, I liked British Barber, and now I'm just like, dude... He looks so fucking cheesy. That was what that was what was great though back then. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. Like that's why I say like if if you try to pull this off, pull this stuff off now, people see right through it. It's like oh, mm-hmm. this is stupid, <laughs> or this is dumb. This is cheesy. But you know, if we're outside fucking using our hedge clippers, you know, we all give that little, <laughs> you know, fucking sign like Bruce the Barber. All right, let's let's run down some uh, your favorite wrestlers, man. Is it we're going from the eighties or or yeah, anytime, even, anytime? Oh man, like again, I, and and you know people talk shit because I like wrestling. It's like uh, wrestling's you know always been there. You know, fucking football they have an off season. Baseball has an off season. Basketball wrestling never has an off season, man. They go from fucking one show to the next and. You know, every Monday night, you can almost count on that shit to be there for you. Um, but, again, in the 80s, it was I, I was a Hulk Hogan fan. I was a Rickety Dragon Steamboat. Uh, you know, because I'm Mexican, I was a Tito T- Santana fan. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, as I got older, I started to appreciate more the um, fucking ring technicians like fucking uh, Ric Flair and, and some of the bad guys more a little bit, uh, Macho Man, stuff like that, but... 80s for me was, was man, Hulk was the guy. Where were you, where were you at? I, like I said, I just liked all the different characters, man. Um, WWF probably more, than I know, than, than others. Mm-hmm. But um, just a crazy guy. Like, you're in the tag teams, you know, Demolition, you mentioned. Yes, yes. Uh, remember the Bushwhackers? Bushwhackers yeah. Oh, I love the Bushwhackers, man. Oh, I was trying to think of... Uh, Shoot. Had on the tip of my tongue, um, 
Which is well, um, you remember the Rockers in the eighties? You know, they started. Off, I don't know if I got into the Rockers. Yeah, I I, 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 I remember think that was towards the tail end for me because all all these guys like you know when we're kids these are old men right like they're they're, they're probably in their late thirties or forties but you know we classify them they're they're, they're old men. The rockers were a little bit younger, right? Like they were fucking um, young and cool, and and I liked them, uh, you know. And then you know they started, you start kind of learning about them a little bit, and then oh well, fucking Shawn Michaels is from San Antonio, Texas. It's like hell yeah, Hickenbottom. Yeah, Shawn Hickenbottom. <laughs> um, yeah, I just like the the character, the villains too. Like I remember like Million Dollar Man, um, Big Boss Man. Yeah. <laughs> Love those man. Well, I remember um eighties, late eighties, early nineties, uh trading cards were a big thing. Yeah. And I remember the WWE or WWF uh putting out trading cards for them. I remember and, that. What about did you get into the like wrestling was huge in the nine in the late nineties. Did you get into any of that? Not too much. I think I was already ready out. Bro, like Late nineties wrestling, that uh, that was more like um that was like I remember some that's more like Goldberg, right? Yeah, well, it was you know it you know that that's the thing that makes this dude like such such classic Stone is, Cold, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know Hulk Hogan reinvented himself basically as a fucking bad guy, and and you know he was on top of the fucking shit for a long time, and um still doing fucking classic shit, but uh. Late nineties, uh, Stone Cold, The Rock, um, you know this Hogan was doing his thing with the NWO and, at WCW, and they had that Monday Night War that really fucking, you know, raised things to another level. And I remember it being a big deal in school, like we were fucking into it. I don't know if I said it on my show before, but um, Stone Cold uh, did used to live here in San Antonio, mm-hmm. uh, up in the Dominion. This uh, fancy part of town but uh at that time i was doing uh i was working for the cable company and um one uh one guys that i worked with actually uh hooked up or he had to do some work at stone cold's house and there was a i don't know if it was raw or something going on that weekend and he actually gave him tickets to the show so oh that's badass they say stone cold is like a genuinely nice guy yeah i've heard that i've heard that um you know, some celebrities can be jerks, but um, I've always, I've never heard anything bad about Stone Cold. And and the thing about Stone Cold that I always liked uh, is he came up in the classic way, man. Like he fucking he paid his dues. He didn't fucking come up and get pushed right away. But once he did, man, he didn't fucking let it go. And you know, he went through his demons too and stuff like that. But he's still probably one of the biggest names out there. Like he he does his show, his his fucking Stone Cold uh, Broken Skull sessions. So. It's good, you know. I, I like I like that motherfucker. He's he, he's a badass. And then you know when they would talk about, well, he's from Victoria, Texas. We're like, hey, that's fucking right here. I don't know if they still do it because I don't watch wrestling anymore. But what I used to like about um, like wrestling in the eighties, like the regular weekly shows, it's almost like you knew who was gonna win because they always had like a superstar against a nobody. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's like, you know that nobody is not, he's not going to win. They call him enhancement talent. And uh, I, I got a kick out of that because they saved like the, 
the big, well, the that big was, ones yeah. for for like the WrestleMania, SummerSlams, Royal Rumbles, and all that. But but and and that's what I was saying too. Like nowadays, it's too it's too common. Everything's too common. You've seen the same match uh, a, a lot of times over and over. Um, but back in the day, it's like it used to be. Oh, you'd get this build up, and then, oh, but you can't touch each other um, until you know the pay per view. So they they build it up to sell pay per view. Or the only way you're gonna see this match is if you come live. You know when we're in your yeah. town, stuff like that. So that's what they used to build on. Now it's just like fucking. Oh, we're gonna do it Monday for ratings and stuff like that. Which again, it's okay, but but you know, for for me, you know, I I liked when they build up, they build stuff up, and then it just fucking. Give it to you right away. Do you think that wrestling has a future going on board? I don't know. That, that that was the thing that I was thinking about this week. Um, because it, it came out like WWE uh, fired or let go like six people. And again, it, it was people. Some, some of them were big names. But uh, what they're saying is that um, Vince McMahon is letting go of contracts because he's getting ready to sell. And... You know, part of me feels like, uh, you know, dude deserves to. Like, you know, he, he's old already. He, he doesn't have, I'm, I, I don't know how much time this dude has left, but, you know, uh, he's still working as hard as he fucking ever did, you know, producing all these damn shows and stuff. Um, but, you know, like like I said before, it, it's probably going to be a sad day if this dude does give it, it up. And there's it does other it. organizations out there, right? Oh, yeah. There's, there's you know, and that's the thing, too, is like nowadays there's there's so many other options out there that it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. But a lot of people like to just fucking, you know, they there's two, I guess, main here in, in, in the United States. It's like this AEW show that just started with Chris Jericho and them. And um, there's the WWE, but there's also TNA. There's Ring of Honor. You know, I, I like uh, the local wrestling show, the RCW, that they, they do here. You know, there's people in WWE now that started off, you know, working over here or, or did matches over here. So um, there's a lot of different options. That's why it's, uh, for me, I think it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. But at the same time, it's just like, dude, like, if this dude does go away and it doesn't, you know, go into the hands of his family and stuff like that. You know, I don't know. I, I guess I'll be interested to watch and see what they do. But like, even I have not paid as close attention as I used to back in the day. Hmm. But it fucking makes money. I'm just glad to see that they are like real fans now. Yeah. During COVID, it was rough. Dude, yeah. Like they'd have that piped in fucking crowd chants and shit like that. Like, I couldn't stand that shit. I mean, just thumbing through the channels, I see it, and it was like totally quiet. And, like you can hear them whispering to each other, like, like, like what they're gonna do next. And um, but the thing is, like, man, like, I, I think now the wrestling is better than it ever fucking has been. But you know, there's people that remember the nostalgia of fucking yeah the great '80s or the fucking the late '90s and the Attitude Era. There's people that want those fucking bra and panty matches to come back and they want it to be, um, you know, PG-13 and, uh, you know, they don't like this era because it's the PG era. But, you know, WWE is a publicly traded company now. They can't get away with some of the shit that they did. You think the wrestlers of today are more athletic than these guys were? 
Oh yeah, but it, it's all around the board though. Um, not not only that, like they have better, I think, better care of themselves. You know, because um, these guys are just taking steroids and coke, fucking, <laughs> and drinking to fucking get the pain away. You but, know, no, some of the stuff they did was pretty crazy though. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. Some of this shit is fucking, it's crazy. Like, Mick Foley don't have a fucking ear because he got stuck in the fucking ropes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there, there's there's a lot of crazy-ass shit. But, you know, like, even you you compare uh, NFL players from the 80s to the 90s. Like, you know, they're bigger and faster now. Um, NBA yeah, players. They were probably from, tougher back then, though. Yeah. No, that's true. So uh, I'm saying these guys are just like, the guys back in the day are just like huge, buff dudes where I guess... Today's guys, they're not as big, but like you say, they're probably more athletic. Yeah, and, you know, that was the thing, too. WWE was seen as the land of the Giants for the longest time. Um, but it's good now that they have these better technical wrestlers there. Um, some of the guys that, you know, they can put on a fucking badass match, but that's just the thing. It's like they put on these badass matches, but then they go out and they do it again the next night and they do it again the next night. And it's just like, you know, nothing special anymore. Boom. The leg kick, leg drop. I can see how that would get to you after a while landing on your butt all the time. I'm telling you, it's fucking, he said like his fucking spines just kept compacting, compacting. That was the thing, you know, at least back in the day, it probably still the same, but I mean, everybody, Men, women, young, old, everybody loves wrestling. It was a family event. Yeah. You know, when when you went and that was one of the things that endured me to my wife when I when I met her. It's like like I said, uh, a a lot of the times it was uh I, I'd spend time watching wrestling with her brothers and she just fucking she okay with it, you know. Um she went to a few wrestling shows with me and, and stuff like that. So she was cool with it, man. She liked it. Again, she's not not as into it as I am. But again, free internet, this is the shit. I'm telling you. And and they, you know, they told fucking classic fucking stories, you know. It was always that that those stories and then um so it was a good guy and a bad guy. When a, but when a good guy went uh, changed to a bad guy and it was always a big deal, right? Like fucking, "Oh my god, you know, they'd be doing shit like this and then Fucking one dude would turn their back and they just fucking take him out. Like how the ref too. The ref was always didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> like how they get their uh, their trainers to distract the ref while they do something else. One thing I, I like too now is I, I do like the stories that some of these wrestlers tell. Man, like it's fucking like I, I like the wrestling podcast because they kind of they they go back in the day and. They tell it from a certain perspective and stuff like that, and they they, they cover a lot of this shit. But um, you know, everything wasn't always as it seemed. You know what I mean? Like there was there was always some sort of reasoning behind what they were doing, or some some kind of uh, psychology behind what what they were trying out, or and stuff like that. So, um, you know, nowadays it's like everything, especially in the WWE. It's so produced that it, it's kind of, it's hard to get those breakout moments that, that they had back in the day. It's like, um, you know, uh, Hogan stuff, you know, 
he would he was so good because he was doing his shit by himself. Like he um he didn't really have writers, stuff like that, you know. Of course, uh uh all of them in the eighties, they all had to be able to do that. Now res- now they have wrestling school that fucking teaches them how to fucking do promos and stuff like that and they have writers that write the promos for them and stuff like that. So it, it's it's a little bit overproduced, but like when I watch the other shows that aren't as produced, I miss the production value of it. I mean, I kind of liked, um, I think I saw maybe one season. Uh, was it Tough Enough where they... they uh, yeah. They try to do a reality show. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of cool. I don't know if they still do that or not. No, no, no. It, it's been a while. But again, man, like, you know, wrestling goes in, in, in ebbs and flows, man. Like in the 80s, it was fucking big time. Uh, early 90s, it dropped down a little bit. Late 90s, it came back up. Fucking 2000s, it went back down again. Um, and, you know, it's just up and down, up and down, you know. It, it's, but, you know, like I said, it it, it holds a lot of production value. You, you think about, like, Dwayne Johnson right now, you know, or The Rock. He's the biggest fucking movie star around. Came from fucking wrestling. Yep. Um, you know, I'm not saying Bautista's fucking you know, a great actor by any means. Uh, you know, we talked about it last week or the week before last, but you know, you know, he started off as a wrestler, you know, now he's a star John Cena wrestler. Now he's a star. So, you know, it's, it's those two. I don't think have the same charisma as the rock, but no, I I think John Cena was, is going to do, do well. I, I, I I like when he does like the, like the comedic stuff. Yeah. Like, he had a very small role in, um, you ever seen the movie Sisters? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where he's the drug dealer? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like him and stuff like that. And then he came out in the Mark Wahlberg movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. It, Daddy's Home. And then he did that. I, me and my wife liked it. I forget what the damn name of the movie was, but um, it's where he's a, he's a parent. I haven't seen it. Blockers? Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. And he, again, he's fucking funny, man. Like you know, he has good timing. But like I said, that's what this these dudes get them ready for. You know, when when they're out there wrestling and stuff like that. Sometimes you know it, it is produced, but then sometimes they got they're, call they're shit literally on acting. Point, you know? Yeah. So you know, by the time they get to a movie set, it's fucking it's second nature to them. Have we uh, have we talked about what we're gonna do next time? Ooh, we haven't. We, we have. Even... I know we have like a one to do a scary movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so watchers, I haven't I haven't talked to Joe yet about this, but uh, I I was trying to figure out a way how to get you guys involved. So if we don't have anything planned, we want to kind of draw from your guys' suggestions. So I'm gonna make. Uh, I think I'm gonna call it the Watch Box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, think that was kind of a cool name um so we're i'm gonna start a post um just asking for your guys suggestions and whatever you guys suggest is going to go into this watch box and if we don't have anything planned or anything scheduled uh for other people other shows uh we'll pull from this watch box and it'll be movies directly from your guys' suggestions and I will post a video whenever we draw uh, a movie out of the watch box. Yeah. So. What, what, what are you thinking about for next week? 
I don't know. I know we want to do scary. Um, well, I, I would think it too. It's um, what is it? Is it? I I, I believe it's this Friday. We we um, they want to get us on just another Friday night. Oh yes, 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 yes. Maybe we do a double show then. Yeah, because we uh, they want to do um, well, they don't like re- revealing it, so we won't reveal it. But uh, we'll be quiet about it. <laughs> so yeah, look out for this Friday. Um, our good friends of the show, just another Friday night. We talk about them all the time. They talk about us. Um, we're gonna be on their show Friday night, right? This yeah, Friday, Friday, night. Friday night. It'll be live, live and in color. Live, so that'll that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're gonna join them in their studio, right? I believe so. That's that's the plan right now. So. Um, you know, I, so, but depending on what we cover with them, it's like, and we got to do our show. Yeah. So we'll, we'll think of something until I, I come up with the watch box. I, I already told you, like, I mean, cause we're going to have to hit up all the movies is we should start our, our Batman series already. You want to do a Batman? I mean, if we started off, I think we started off with the classic Batman, right? We we either go yeah, Adam either, West movie. We can go Adam West, or we can go eighty nine. But I think we go sixty six. All right, I gotta find a copy of that. I'm sure it's out there. Oh, it's somewhere. All right. Well, I'll look for that. Um, <laughs> so we'll talk about with that with uh, just another Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. If they want to stay on our show, I mean, we won't be able to watch it over there, but um, we could definitely talk about it. Get into it. I mean, I'm sure freaking Double A has that movie in his head already, man. That dude's an encyclopedia. We'll play it on my phone if I can find it. (laughs) But uh, yeah, look out for that. Um, But dude, I mean, I I I told you last week. It's like uh, when. we missed our show, and then during the week, I was like, Wednesday came around, and I was like, man, I miss. I know, we're on a roll. We were like five, was it five or six? No, we're, we're six deep already, I think. Six, six weeks in a row, and it's like, oh, something's missing. But uh, like I said, that's that's on me, because uh, no, no, I was no, busy that, with that, that. Yeah, that's both of us, man. It, it never just be on one. Um, uh, family first, you could say. Yeah. Um, but that is, I guess that's our show for the week, right? Yes. It was good to be back. Yes, sir. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Got to talk about some wrestling and brought back some memories of going to see this movie. Yeah. So, you know, watchers as, as you know, this hopefully drops this Wednesday, you know, give us your thoughts on, on not only, uh, um, no holds barred here, but give us your thoughts. What were your uh, favorite wrestling movies or, or 80s wrestling characters? Or if there's a wrestling movie that we didn't, we don't know about or didn't, didn't talk about, what else is out there? Yeah, what are you watching? Yep. So that was our show for this week. And always remember to keep watching and keep listening. Yes, sir. This is crazy, this is crazy, this is crazy!
Hey, life's a risk, carnal. Tell oh. me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I do a great impression of a hot dog. Billy likes to drink soda. So am I to understand that you men completed your training on your own? That's the fact, Jack! Come on, seriously, who is that? I only came here to do two things, man. Kick some ass and drink some beer. <laughs> it's like we're almost out of beer. Seemed like uh, this weekend was a little bit more crazier than usual. Um, so but my son's like been a, on fucking. He's been on fire. But is it is it like a club league or? It's a, um, it's a select league. Yeah, um, that's what I meant, I guess. Yeah, it's a. <clears throat> he plays and they practice right out here. Uh, when they do, uh, they go to that uh, hitting facility that. Uh, the coach, his name is uh, Jimmy Gonzalez. Hmm. Now, my son's coach, his name is Ponch Perfidis. And what's funny about this dude is, like, uh, we've known him. I, I mean, he's coached my son for, ten, for about five or six years. Uh, but when he, in the 80s, he was on American Gladiators. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, really? he was on American Gladiators, bro. And fucking, uh, um, how do I say? An older guy then? Yeah, he's a little bit older, but... He's still in shape, man, but uh, he actually won on there. Really? Yeah. Um, and I, I'd always tell him, I'm like, dude, I'm on, uh, I want to see the show. He goes, oh, no, I don't I don't know if I even have it. I think my mom does. He has. I fucking, <laughs> I got on YouTube and I fucking got, and it's badass because he won, but but like uh, there's one part where he, he talks shit to like Nitro, and this dude's my height, and I mean, he, he's a little strong, but he's my height. And fucking um, Nitro knocks the shit out of him with that. Uh, um, they're on the the joust. Yeah. Yeah. He fucking boom real quick. It's fucking funny, but that's the way this dude is, man. Like uh, we've gotten into it with other teams and other coaches, and the motherfucker steps up to the biggest motherfucking dude and fucking wants to fucking fight sometimes. <laughs> like goddamn, dude. Uh, every, every once in a while, I gotta be on the ready. It's like. Oh, American Glad that almost goes with this show, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This show is puro eighties, man. This is all cheese and it's great. <laughs> Did you watch it all? <laughs> yeah. What does it have on the extras? Let's it has it has the actual uh the matches. Oh, from um from SummerSlam. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh yeah. It because um the one what we'll, you gotta we'll watch. talk about it, but I think yeah. um uh, it was saying if the movie did good, it was gonna be um Hulk Hogan and um Zeus facing off, but uh, yeah. because it bombed, <laughs> uh, it was a tag team. Well, no, it wasn't even that. Um, this is Zeus and Macho Man versus yeah, um, the Hulk and when they when they the brought this dude in, and then they start noticing like he sucks, like hey, he can't, you know. Without the, you know, without the camera angles and the things, like, he, he sucks. Like, um, 
I'll talk about it when we get into it too, but uh, their first match, he's supposed to come out and, and he's supposed to hit Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. But, you know, like in wrestling, they, they do hit, you know, like they at least touch each other. This dude threw a Hollywood punch and didn't even get anywhere close and you do that in front of a live crowd, bro, and they're not going <laughs> to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they thought he was going to be, I think they said he only did three three matches. Yeah, well, they were what they were thinking was, I oh, will bring him in and and um, we'll bring him in and and build him up and he'll like it'll be a big ass WrestleMania match. But they couldn't even get to that because he couldn't do shit. <laughs> all right, so what are we? We're we gonna just talk about wrestling first. Yeah, well, that's uh, what I was, I was thinking. Um, we go two ways about it: wrestling movies, and you know what's fucked up is. Uh, I brought my wrong notebook and I left my damn notes at home. Um, we go wrestling movies, um, and talk wrestling movies and then get into this one or just go like fucking eighties wrestling or early nineties wrestling movies. (laughs) That's what I figured too. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, fucking, I bet Lucky ain't even watched any wrestling movies at all. There's not much. Fighting with my family. That's every more recent one. I yeah. like, did you see that one? I like that. Yeah, I saw that one. That was Vince Vaughn's good in that movie. I was I was surprised he was in there. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's all like that's all supposed to be based on a true story. They should do a part two. Page. Where, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, fucking Page, a little little while after that movie came out, fucking uh, videos came out of her and. A couple of the wrestlers fucking bony. <laughs> like like two two of the dudes. Yeah, let's tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> two, yeah, that's part that's what I'm saying, that's part two. Uh two of the dudes fucking um two of the dudes fucking at the same time. One dude fucking recording while the other one yeah. yeah. Bro yeah. And fuck it, more power to her. But the fucked up thing about it was uh she had um in one of the videos she had the the belt, her belt. Right, she was the yeah. champion, and she let the guy fucking nut all over the belt in oh. her face. And it's like, all right, it's one thing to do that shit, but it's another you fucking. We have to cut this part out. Oh, you fucking recording this? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking. Oh, who's gonna listen? Yeah, so they were, they were um, the people with wrestling man. They were fucking pissed off at her. Oh, I bet. Yeah. See, can you hear that movie in the headphones? Yeah, I don't need to hear the movie. I watched it recently. I like I like the the sound the song though. Oh shit! It's been a while, man. Dude, yeah. it feels like it. So I guess we'll start off too. We'll talk about um what we've been doing. Yeah, in our. Our week missed. Talk about my son graduating and stuff. Good deal, good deal. Um, I didn't write anything down like for the ending. No, oh, I didn't. I'm just gonna have to wing it. I got it. I'm gonna have to it wing will, it. Well, it's a wrestling show, so we're gonna call it in the ring. Oh, you're not a. I forget, like you're not a big wrestling fan. I mean, we, we'll talk about it, but. 
<laughs> the last time I went to see wrestling. Cause did you, didn't you go to the one the same as Chuck did? Yeah, well, I've been to a lot. But, yeah, um, it was 1998 or 99 in June. And uh, Stone Cold was there. Yeah, that's King. a long time, too. Yeah. But the last one I went to was maybe like two or three years ago or maybe a couple years ago. Getting old. Yeah, um, my brother-in-law's brother works uh, at WWE, and um, every once in a while, like you know, he knows I'm a big fan, and uh, he'll offer me tickets, and um, me and the boys will go. It's it's cool. Um, they're not as big fans as they used to be, I guess. Like um, I was a big fan in the '90s, and then like 2000s and stuff kind of got away from it. And then when my boy, when I had my boys. Uh, kind of got back into it, and then I stayed into it, and they were like, "Yeah." Right. Let's see. <sighs> this is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you remember where the buttons are, bro? Yeah. Let's see. 